This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Thursday. It is a very big day. Lots of good things to get to on the Bostonian versus the book. He's Dave Sheriff in the book. I'm Matt Peralt, the Bostonian. What's up? Sports Grid replay at night, live on Twitter and live on YouTube right now. Dave, well, we'll get to football. We'll get to betting. What hat are you wearing right now? I'm wearing the Chicago Bears. Got a little 86 Super Bowl going right now. For the people that don't know they and if you don't believe it it's true because i just speak the truth every day i don't see him until about two minutes before we start the show <laughs> none of the hat wear is planned nope it's all a big surprise we surprise each other it's, it's yep. like it's it's like <laughs> it's a reveal it's like, it's like two little kids every day with the reveal it's true it's like what is he gonna wear what is he gonna wear and so we wore the 86 super bowl hats today by chance and i wore the pat the patriot um, going football. Who won that game? Bears did by a lot. Ironically, you're wearing that hat today. I don't have a Seahawks hat. I realized that today as I was going through my Seahawks, all my football stuff. I'm like, okay, so we got football on TV tonight. I got to figure out either Bears or Seahawks. We'll have a Seahawks hat. <laughs> I <laughs> like, all right. Oh, we're in the Bears hat. <laughs> I'll take Take-up. one during our, I'll, t- I'll get it during the break. <sighs> a what? A, a Seahawks hat? Yeah, I have one. Oh. Seahawks have some really cool jerseys and really cool hats. Do do a neon green one? I'm going to tell you. You'll see it on the oh. show here in a minute. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would wear the neon green. The neon green blue. It's pretty cool. They got some good colors in Seattle. Oregon esque of the NFL, as you would say. Not everybody can pull that color off. That's true, but you can pull off Ravens purple though. That's coming. <laughs> 1003. <laughs> I can't fucking believe it. Ravens on Friday. Roll call Friday. Ravens Dave. That's what we're going to call Dave on Friday. Good Ravens Dave. I look good in purple too. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't. I mean, I yes, you can. You can believe it. You knew it was coming. I didn't think it was coming in two. I uh, thought we would at least have the decision today. Two run lines too. Should have had a, should have bet the spread. It was two nothing yesterday. I'm not gonna lie. I was a little excited. I said, "Oh, we got out to a lead. Here we go." And then just like that, it went away. Three two four two. Done. See you later. Kiss my ass. Done. Nah. So today I wore the Red Sox jersey. Thank you. I wore the Pat the Patriot hat. Thank you. Got a couple surprises for you during the show. Just oh. I'm trying everything I can to get the Buckos a win. I mean, I can't have a sweep. I can't. I can't. I just can't. Just it's amazing. Like the Red, Red Sox, Sox get back in it. And we looked at the schedule a little bit yesterday. If they get back in it in August against these teams, like this, this is legit. They can, they're not out of it, Boston. I thought Sox they were fans. out of it, but as right. of looking, they're going to play every team ahead of them in the wild card for the next two weeks. Like they've got head to heads with everyone they need every to pass. Every so it's crazy. And they beat up on bad teams. 
like, well, the Pirates, but can they beat any American League East teams? They have one win in a series against American League East teams. So that is literally the one to get. Now they've got the Rays and they got the Orioles and they got a ton of games with the Orioles left in the next two months. So we'll find out. Can the Red Sox beat a good team? Because I can't believe it. The Orioles are a good team. It's weird to say that, but they are a good team. Baltimore stuff for me tomorrow. See if we can come up with her on the clock officially today because I don't have any Baltimore stuff. Or why would you? You're a Steelers fan. <laughs> like, why would you I? You know have? what? I know the kids have a Ravens hat because oh. the kindergarten teacher, when Kylie was in kindergarten, I can't even okay. believe this, 13 years ago, um, now almost 14, was a Ravens fan. And you know, you, you have a special place in your heart for your kindergarten teacher. Do you remember your kindergarten teacher? Mine? Yes. I have no idea who taught me kindergarten. None. Mine was named Miss Mackey. Of course you know that. Of course you remember that. And I remember thinking she was, <laughs> she hung the moon. She was okay. the coolest person on earth. And people remembered her kindergarten teacher. My daughter's kindergarten teacher taught all three of them in kindergarten. And I mm-hmm. got a big gap, 17, 19, 17, and eight are my daughter's ages. So mm-hmm. she's a part of our lives. She was a Ravens fan. So the kids thought it would be fun to be Ravens fans. <laughs> the fucking Ravens won the Super Bowl that year. Oh, wow. Maybe they'll do it bet. this year. Maybe you wearing the Ravens gear will be the key. Maybe we'd make a Ravens bet to win it all. I made a bet with Mrs. S, the kindergarten teacher. She had to hang the terrible towel if the Steelers won Okay, in her classroom and take mm-hmm. a picture with it. Mm-hmm. And I had to wear purple and walk the kids to school in purple for a week. Oh, a week. Because I showed up. I walked the kids to school every day or drove them or whatever. I would have made you hang a Ravens flag outside your house. Can't. <laughs> oh, my if the Patriots beat this, the Patriots beat the Steelers. That's what I'm. That's going to be the bet. I'm going to make you fly a Ravens. You fly. know my neighbors; they're all Boston people. Don't make me do that shit. Well, they'll know why though. They'll they'll, they'll fall down laughing. They'll be involved with it. They'll be like, "That's the greatest thing ever." <laughs> like Matt, that's amazing. You made him hang a Ravens flag. They ain't outside his Steelers. house. <laughs> really? Okay. <sighs> I would be careful about that, given the history of Boston versus Pittsburgh. It's not good for you. God, <laughs> it's it's. Uh, we're it's not, not betting good. on history. We're not betting. On, we're betting it out. Uh, yeah, true. Well, right now you're not that good either, so it, it doesn't really it's matter either. Either Steelers right, or the Steelers or the or the Pirates. Just one time. All right, we'll do a, another version of this with the Circus Sports schedule the day later because the Browns now know Deshaun Watson will miss 11 games. He will return Week 13. How many? 12 weeks, 11 games is what he will be out. First game back is against the Houston Texans. If you want to tell me that the NFL, A, doesn't have a sense of humor, and B, understands marketing and entertainment. Come on, bro. I mean, this is this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> you, you couldn't draw this up. Like, he, his first game back is against the Houston Texans on the road? <laughs> What's that environment going to be like? It's going to be horrific. It's, that's going to be, I don't want, I mean, I, I actually don't really like it to be quite honest. It's going to be absolutely nothing to do with football. First of all, 
I remember not that long ago when the initial decision was announced, six games. Mm-hmm. You tagged me on the Twitter. You told everybody I told you six games. We tried okay. to tell you, wait. And hold, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Uh, fine. You I know you're this. never Let, wrong. Let's do this. No, no, no. Let's do this. Hold on. You because were there. I was there when he, you made the bet. Here was the bet. How many games would Deshaun Watson be suspended? Yes or no? How many games would Deshaun Watson be suspended? Correct. That was the bet, correct? I don't know what was that was how many games would he be playing so, this no, season? Uh-uh, that is not what the bet was. That was not the bet. The bet and it was turned how into many how many games is would he going he be to suspended? get suspended? How many games would he be suspended? That was the, the bet, bet was how many games would he be suspended? Correct. That's the that's the language. Correct. So he got suspended 11 games. No, he did not. No? He got suspended 6 games. No one talked about appeal. There was no conversation about appeal. I'm going to let the chat light you up. They can light me up all they want. Keep talking. They can light me up. I I, I don't, I will buy dinner. I have no problem with buying dinner for Jeff, by the way. I was there as the book. The ruling was. That's fine. I will buy Jeff's dinner. That that, that does not bother me. I'm not buying Jeff's dinner for being wrong about Deshaun Watson. (laughs) I'm not buying. I am not wrong. I'm not wrong on this. You're never wrong. No, I'm the. Bet was you're never how wrong. Many games would he be suspended? I when I'm wrong, I admit when I'm wrong. But this what? I'm not wrong about. I'm not wrong about this. What? I'm you not admit wrong about when this. you're wrong. Oh, of course I do all the time. When I'm wrong, I admit when I'm wrong. But I'm not wrong about this because <laughs> he got suspended six games, but he's serving eleven. Cut of an appeal. How many games settlement. did he get suspended, Matthew? That's not what we said. How many not games say did he how get many games? Say it again games. for the audience. Not for me. I don't give a shit. I know he he's missing games. 11 games. Deshaun Watson got suspended six games. <laughs> That's what he got. Clip that. That's what he got. He got suspended six games. That. That's what he got. Now you're really wrong. You're making no, yourself he was penalized on us. He accepted a settlement for 11 games, <laughs> which he will miss 11 games. But the suspension that came down from the NFL, the NFL suspension of Deshaun Watson, Six games. You're That's a fact. Hero. That's a fact. You're my, you're my hero. It's just a fact. You can argue it all you want. And by, I'm again, not arguing anything. He got sure suspended you are. 11 games. He's going to miss 11 games. Yeah, but he didn't get suspended 11 Correct. Games. He got six games is what he, he the, the punishment was if six we're games. In a book, and we're making a ruling on this right now, which I was sitting at the table while the yep. two of you made this bet. It was double digits. How many games did Sean Watson you be said suspended? not double digits. Yeah, I said six games. It's 11. You just said he's, he's got suspended 11 games. He's going oh, to no, miss wait, you 11 didn't games. Say it because he's going to miss 11 true. games. But his first, <laughs> the actual penalty that Deshaun Watson was given by the NFL, by the arbitrator, by the judge, Susan L. Robinson, who was appointed on by the NFL to hear the case, it was, she's going to give him 10 or more games. I said, no, she's not. She's going to give him six. And that was the bet. that He will get suspended for more than 10 games. And I said, no, he will not. And he did not. He got six. <laughs> now, we didn't talk about the NFL and the rules. We didn't talk about the appeal process. We didn't talk about settlements. We didn't go down that road. Not what we did. We just talked about that ruling by Susan L. Robinson, who had just heard the case, who Jeff said, Jeff Dawson, our friend from East Coast Investments, said he's going to get 10 or more games. I said, no, he's not. He's not going to get 10 or more games. He's going to get six. Dude, you're wrong. No, it's fine. <laughs> you can say it on one you want. That's that fine. Was, uh, 
I mean, fun. I mean, the graphic says they reached an agreement for an 11 game Correct. suspension. Correct. He got suspended 11 right. games. But he didn't get it. But the NFL gave him six. You know, you, if we had talked about what this is, this is the kind of BS serve? that my brothers pull. Like when we make a golf bet, and they're like, "No, I said this," <laughs> and it just is all this but nonsense. And they're right. And, and if you remember, he played golf with your brother, and your brother was right way more than you were. Well, so, well, he's, well, unfortunately, he's I a better golfer than me, and so are you. Well, which, which is I sided with your brother. You guys, I was on your brother's <laughs> side. I was on James' side way more often. Is you were the one trying to squirrel your way out of bets. So if you want to use that analogy, I'm fine with that. I've yeah. seen how you get out of your bets with your brothers. He was right. 90% of the time, James was right on your bets. So that's not a good analogy to come up with. Well, me, you I'm, and I'm James cool can go hang out together in the in, in, in the liars in the, right room. In, in the liars in the right room. room. Yes, so we'll be the right room. James Farah and I will go and hang out in the person doing the in the right room. Just like David, just correct. just like Dave said before the show started, you you Boston guys, you're you're never wrong, never wrong, never, never fucking wrong. wrong. Your, your brother's never not from Boston. Wrong. He would agree it, with this. Even when I'm they out. are, they won't admit it. <laughs> I will admit when I am wrong all the time. I'm wrong a lot. I bet I'm wrong a lot. Not going to admit this. Nope. I'll buy dinner. I'll I'll pay for dinner. I I love eating dinner with Jeff. Come on, let's go. I'm not buying dinner for this reason, though. This is not the reason why I'm buying dinner. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not buying dinner for this. But anyways. Did you just do the no, no, no? No, no, no. No, no, no. What is the Haslam's gave a press conference that is going to be viral if it's not already. I missed it. Oh, tell me, how good was it? Not good. Jimmy Haslam referenced Deshaun Watson's ability like four times. He's the star quarterback. If he was Joe Smith, he wouldn't be getting this chance. True. But if he was Joe Smith, he wouldn't be in the headlines. Okay. You can use that analogy. A female reporter asked a pretty point, like, no, point, point blank question. As Deshaun Watson needs massages going forward, is it a male or a female who's going to be doing this for Deshaun Watson going forward? She asked that question. Yeah. Team wouldn't answer it. Team said we have a policy in place. We're comfortable with the policy in place. Team approved. Jimmy, Mr. Hassan walked in and said team approved. Wanted to add that. I don't know. I mean, Mrs. Hassan was there. His wife, she wanted to make it about the big picture of society. Let's not talk about Deshaun Watson. Let's talk about human trafficking. Let's talk about massage parlors. Let's talk about America and the problems in America. Just like guys, like I know you went through your PR training heading into this. Like you could tell they were coached and they were sat down and here's how you answer. Here's how you deflect everything. It didn't really work. It was tough. So, I mean, the Browns go, the Browns should get dragged for this. Uh, I mean, Deshaun Watson should get dragged for this. Uh, uh, the NFL is trying to put it behind them to go play football. Uh, I mean, having him play at Houston in week 13, I, I just, I, I looked at it and I was like, there's no way like they really did this. Like with a straight face, they were like, yeah, game one will be against the Houston Texans on the road. The team where he it's said, literally a TV show, isn't it? I, I mean, it's the team that he said, I will never play for ever again. And then 30 women came out of the woodwork and all of a sudden accused him of all these horrific, disgusting things. And now he's going back to the place in which he said he wouldn't play anymore. The scene of the crimes in quotations with John, what are we doing? Like I'm actually grossed out by it to be quite honest. Like I know they want TV ratings, but yikes. There's no, there's, there's no limitations to what um, they'll do like in this, right? I mean, it, you, 
do it for 12 games. So, right. Or, or do it for play. 10. Like, just, just take 10. Or just or do it for 12. Right. It's, you know the schedule. You made the fucking schedule. Right. Like, what are you doing? Do it for 12. And then just you're like, off the hook. It's a bad idea. Right. Sean, look, we can't do it for this because you're going to come back to Houston. No, that's what I want. What do you mean? Like, there had to be some sort of negotiation. I would agree with that. Yep. I, I think that's probably... It felt like they want, well, I mean, this is negotiation 101, right? The league wanted 17 games. He wanted zero. So where do they come? You come to a middle agreement. So the middle of, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, right? Somewhere in that range we're talking about potentially. So the league gets more than half. So they feel more comfortable like they won. Watson probably said, fine, I'll accept, you know, 12, 10, whatever it might be, double digits. But I want back in week, in week 13. I'll sit the bye. And then I'll go play. It's nuts. There's, Absolutely no, sh- there's nuts. no shame on anybody. There's no shame. Like you can't do this. Like it's going to raise that week. Oh. Whether the game means anything or not, for as far as the standings, because it's later in the season and all this other December stuff. Fourth, right? Yep. Can you imagine this guy's coming parading back to football after being out? with all those stories. And I mean, for the people that haven't read the stories, it's some, it's some different dark, shit. Dark. It, it's, 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 it's not good. No. And this guy's going to come parading into the city that he had to get out of because he did all this. Ah, uh, it's the NFL, man. It's God bless. Good luck. I, I mean, somebody should have said, listen, give him another game. You ain't coming back to Houston or, you're going to pull your muscle or something. You ain't playing. You ain't even going. I think they want it. I think, of they, course they do. I think they want it. I think they want the 60 minute people there. I think they want the, the news media there. They want the crossover lead story in Houston, lead story in Cleveland for the entire week on their nightly news will be Deshaun Watson going back to Houston, Texas. It's national news. Right. I mean, it'll be national story. Absolutely. I mean, it'll it's be crossover into regular news. It'll and be that's on the why... NBC nightly news. Yeah. It'll be on the CBS evening news. 100%. Where all the blue hairs are still watching it. Mm-hmm. It'll be on the news. Con- the new- I mean, who knows what CNN and Fox news and MSNBC are going to be talking about. It's crossover material. And that's why they're doing it. And that's, it's so obvious. That's why I feel kind of gross about it. It's right. It's, it's, it's uncomfortable. It's, it's just so obvious what you're doing. It's it's like, oh, it just kind of happened this way. Maybe I'd feel a little different, but like it's so obvious that they are deciding to play this game with Watson's first return in Houston to make it like, I don't know, a spectacle to make it. it it'll be the most expensive ticket in Houston. I'll tell you that. I mean, that's all year long. <laughs> well, will it? Get. Yeah, like, hard ticket to get. People are going to go there to, to hate. And there are some Watson supporters in Texas, in, in Houston, too. There are people who want to go there to support them. So, see, it, I would take the reverse effect. Houston people, if you're listening, don't go, right? Yeah. Fucking don't go. Yeah. Just turn not back. one person in a stance. Play in front of an empty stadium. Yeah, not happening. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but that, uh, that's not going to happen. But I if mean, you want to make a statement, that's how you do it. It's going to be a political rally. Well, of course it is. I mean, it's not going to be. Stand outside. Fo- don't go in. It, it, it's, it's not going to be a football. You want, but do it outside. But it's not going to be a football game. It's going to be a political rally. It's going to be horrific. It's going to be horrific. everything else except football going on on that day. Two sides. 
like a movie scene with like one side here and one side there yelling at each other across a road. Like it's just, you know, pro Watson and anti Watson. And, you know, he tried to today continue to maintain his innocence. Like he just kept on doing it. And they asked him, I mean, I, I give the media some credit. Maybe it was news media. I'm not sure who really asked Watson the questions directly, but they were like on social media, you're already getting, you know, criticized heavily for your, stance is being innocent like they asked him like do you have any remorse to the women and he said i feel remorse for all women like he didn't he wouldn't specifically say anything to the actual women he affected he just said all women like i'm sorry to all women who are affected by this all women who felt wronged by this it was it was a very strange the entire approach was talking about the macro not the micro and everybody wants to talk about the individuals who were impacted by this in what he did to these women versus all of women or all of America or all massage parlors or whatever, you know, it's, I don't he's know where being, he's being coached up pretty good. A hundred percent. But like, I, I don't know where it is, like wherever the audience is listening, but in Vegas, we have a lot of foot massage parlors here. It's a little, it's, 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 it's very odd. Like a lot of what foot massage parlors. Got you a lot see, of massage parlors, period. Yes. But foot massages and in Houston, there are tons of them like everywhere. It's a straight, it's one of the, the one links between Houston and Vegas that I found when I first moved here was there's all sorts of foot massage parlors in Houston and there's all sorts of foot massage parlors in Vegas. And I don't ever want to go into one of those things to figure out what exactly goes on with the foot because I'm guessing it doesn't stay at the ankle. It starts to move up the ankle. So that's just kind of the way that it rolls. But that was my, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> It, but that's my point. That's what they want to talk never about. never been one and you're talking about it? What are you talking about? I'm a 45-year-old guy. I'm not stupid. I know what's going on. But that's they want to talk about he that. He was getting six games. Got 11. He got six. Appeal. But then he goes into that. So Chats I, lighten you up. That's fine. Chats, it's all right. It's 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 all good. Fair even tapped in and came in and come over to top. He's right there. It's okay. That's all right. People can be wrong so, all the time. It's all right. So what do we do like – what do we do going forward? Like, I mean, put him on, put him on ice until December 4th. Like he's not a topic. He's not, he's not really, I mean, we'll get into the schedule because we have to, it changes the bet. Eight and a half is the total. He comes back. He's playing, you know, he's playing set. He's playing six games. He wins all six games, goes six and oh, they're going over eight and a half wins. So got to go through the schedule a little bit. It's going to change the juice, I think. I don't know if it'll change the number. I think it might change the juice, though, on that. So, I, I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's a very – I'm just glad that we have the number. We can move on now, and now we can look at the Brown schedule, look at the, the, the divisional schedule to see what's going to happen in the North. So this is it. The, the, that, that decision is done. There's no more talk. Agreed to. No more, that's officially it. announced. NFL – uh, sent the email out this morning. Browns quarterback suspended for first 11 regular season games must commit to mandatory evaluation and treatment fined $5 million. Fine will be combined with additional donations from the NFL and the Browns resulting in a $7 million uh, donation to support the prevention of sexual misconduct and assault. That is the official ruling. Is he playing that game? Again, 100%. No debate in my mind. He's playing in that game. He hates the organization. <laughs> he hates them. He wants to go and put up five touchdowns on them. I'd yeah. I'd be in the owners meetings when these two owners are sitting. Oh there. boy. Yeah. The Haslam's. 
This is, I mean, this is, you know, yeah. this is great. It's just, it's literally a soap opera. And these people just, you know. By the way, in the official release on August 1st, Judge Sue L. Robinson, the independent disciplinary officer jointly appointed by the NFL and the NFPA, found that Watson violated the NFL's personal conduct policy on multiple occasions. She suspended him for six games. That's in the actual release. Yeah. She was wrong too. She was the one in power. The question was, what Does it be, do? listen, the ones in power are wrong more our, often. Fine, but our bet was, I'm talking about our bet. Our bet was, bet was how many games would he be? Would suspended? he get from her? Suspension is 11 games. From her. It wasn't from her. We didn't even sure. know who the judge was. Yes, we did. I did. We had the conversation. I told you. Oh so I, I said who Susan L. Robinson was. I gave you the bio during that dinner. Oh, now you're forgetting <sighs> it. If you forget that, now you're forgetting the language. I, I gave you the bio. You did. You did tell me the bio and we told you it didn't matter. It was a puppet. Circus okay. court. I said it wasn't a puppet. I said she's going to give him six games because of what happened with the owners and with Correct. Jerry Jones and what, and what happened with the NFL not being consistent with their policy. And I believe six the games. bet was how many games would he get suspended? Get Correct. Suspended and it's in the release. He was suspended six games. The CBA affords oh, the man, NFL and the NFLPA the right to appeal the decision going. imposed by the disciplinary officer. Today's announcement concludes the process and there will be no designee ruling or additional legal steps. Oh my appeal. God. This was an appeal. The actual <laughs> suspension was six games. Trent Junk. Matt has chosen his hill to die on. I'm a son of a lawyer. Language matters. Wording matters. Stevie Mac, capital M, capital K, said the end result is 11. That would need to be determined. The chat is rolling, people. That's fine. They would need to determine that, though. That would need to be part of the bet. That was not part of the bet. What? You how many games would he actually miss? That was not part of the bet. The bet was how many games would he be suspended? That was the bet. The language <laughs> yeah, matters. Konowinski said you should have been a lawyer. I 100%. My father wanted me. My, I, I could have been a very good lawyer if I wanted to be. I, I was, I, there's I two things I could have been good school. at. There's two I things was, I could have been good at. I could have been good at a political talk show host, and I could have been oh, good as a lawyer. Stop. <laughs> I could have been. Could have been very, uh, I, numerous oh. people told me to go into political talk for years. Do that. Do that. I was like, hell no. I like the toy department. Toy department's way more fun. <laughs> this is when the toy department gets the real life stuff, and it makes us uncomfortable because we're talking about real world stuff versus the oh, toy department. God. By the way, uh, moving on, but you have to answer me this question. Yes. What in the holy hell is going on with Tom Brady? Did you see this story? Well, I didn't see it till you sent it to me, but I saw it after you sent it to me. He's taking so a break. This, this morning, the head coach, Todd Bowles, was he asked, hey, by the way, so the plan was for Brady to come back after the Titans game, which, by the way, is coming up this weekend. So, like, is Tom coming back on Monday, right? Game over the weekend? Uh, um, no. We, we don't know exactly when Tom Brady is coming back. <laughs> They'll revisit it after the Titans game. Um, what the hell's going on? What is going on is right. Like Tom Brady retired for 40 days. Goes to camp. Did he take a look at his roster and his team and looked at Todd Bowles and said, you know, this guy wasn't that good with the Jets. I don't want to play for this guy. I'm out and I'm going to re-retire. Could you imagine if he walked right now, if Tom Brady just said, I'm good, I'm done, I'm leaving, and the Bucs had to go with a backup quarterback for the year? Who to backup? I don't even, off the top of my head, I don't even know. I believe it's Blake Bortles. I think you're right. I think it is Blake Bortles. Yes, it was one of the bad Bs. Um, 
<laughs> question time from the book. No, it's hey, Blaine Matt, Gabbert. How many games is Deshaun suspended? <laughs> how many I games is him. how many games is he missing? He got suspended six. It was appealed to eleven. That's the answer. That's the answer. That's the answer. They can like it or not, but that's the answer. It's Blake Bortles. Sorry, sorry, no, no, sorry, sorry. Blaine Gabbert. You got me all flustered. It's oh, Blaine Gabbert. Blaine, Blaine Gabbert. Or Kyle Trask, who threw three interceptions, I believe, in the first preseason. Blaine game. Gabbert. You think, so that'll, you, you think that'll mean, change the number at all? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Tom Brady to Blaine Gabbert. Hey, Just or little. Kyle Trask. I mean, they drafted Kyle Trask because they thought the kid could play, but he didn't look good in the first preseason game. <laughs> I don't know. This is really strange to me. Tom might walk. It's not a walk. No? He's not a quitter. Well, for 40 days he was. Got a taste of taking them kids to school and all that shit. Said, I'm going back to work. But what do you think he's doing? This is what's weird. Like, okay, is a is his mom sick? Is a family member? Is it a personal thing? Is it a family member? Like, is it a family matter? They're just calling it a personal matter. But there's no firm date for Tom to come back. The longer it goes, the more weird it gets. Like, what is he doing? Well, obviously they know. Do they? Yeah. Initial report was he'll be back after the Titans game. Now it's, well, we don't really know when he's going to be back. Like Antonio Brown did stuff like this. <laughs> he was just like, hey, later. I'll show up and I want to show up. And uh, They have to know. I mean, if they don't know, this is a big, pro- this is a big problem. If, if if the organization doesn't know and they keep saying bulls, just go out there and say something, man. Yeah, and it makes it make sure make sure Blaine's getting all the reps, right? Because <laughs> we're trying to call San Francisco to get Jimmy G down here. You know what? That's a great point. I didn't think about that. That is the perfect landing spot. Two point Jimmy G to replace Brady. Two point Come on, I mean, like that's stuff a movie. Just- it just writes itself. The yep. shit writes itself. You got that would be perfect. Suspending it, the league suspending this guy just enough games to bring him back so he can parade back into the city. And then if this guy gets traded back to him, the story, the whole thing. I mean, like it just you, you can't even make it up. You can't even make it up. That would be the landing spot for Jimmy Garoppolo, though. That makes sense. If Brady were to retire, they would go get Jimmy Garoppolo. He's the best quarterback available. Now, the boys in the chat have brought it up. Now I'll ask you, do you bet under season wins and stuff right now? I mean, I don't know. Well, well when's Tom coming back? <sighs> Am I willing to put money down that he's not coming back? No, I'm not willing to put money down that he's not coming back. It well, just I mean, under 11 fishy. season wins, would you rather have over or under right now with this going under. Hundred percent, rather have under. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we did the schedule. We went through it. Mm-hmm. We said the peak was like the high was thirteen. The bottom was eleven, ten or and a half, 10, maybe. 10, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. also said. Remember, it was funny because when all the moves happened to the AFC, we said, "Okay, it's Bucks and Packers, and that's it." And the rest of the NFC is sort of a joke. I don't know now. Now I'm kind of like, hmm, <laughs> maybe there is a team you could take to win the, the, the NFC that makes sense. Not Packers, not Bucks. Not Packers, not Bucks. Well, we talked about yesterday with uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, calling out the rookie wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Today, 
Brady's not here. We don't know when he's coming back. Mm-hmm. Is this, is what they, they, I mean, how uncomfortable do you think that is for Todd Bowles? Like, tell him, hey, Todd, you got to go talk to the media. Tell him you don't know when he's coming back. Oh, I think it's got to be super awkward. It has to be terrible, right? Especially because he has to, he's replacing a guy who won a Super Bowl and a guy well, who. Bruce was, didn't care about anything. Right. Bruce went out there almost sometimes to look like holding the drink with the Kangol on. Like, I, you know, I got to do this, so I'm going to give you what you want. I'm out. Right. I don't care. But Todd Bowles carries the stink of the Jets. So he's got that, you know, those questions. He was handpicked by his former boss to take over the job. And I don't know. I mean, again, Brady's playing without Gronkowski. He doesn't have any of his binkies. You know, there's no Edelman. No Gronk. I mean, not even like a, you know, anybody really that Brady has had old school ties to. Well, I mean, he's got a pretty decent wide receiver core. He does. 100%. But he's, you know, they won a Super Bowl together. Already. Two offensive linemen are down. Well, that's a problem. Center's gone for the Another year. Another problem. So maybe he's taking a look at the beating he might be taking this year. And he's like, I don't know. Like, maybe I'm not into this anymore. Maybe I don't. Or maybe he just wanted to go to Bora Bora with the kids and just, you know, I, I, before they go, go back to school, I wanted a two week vacation and I wanted to go to Europe and disappear on a yacht. And nobody knows where I am. It's possible. Those trips right before the kids go back to school. I mean, they're fun, but they, you know, 1034, fuck it up for the whole time you come back because you go and you stay up and you eat bad and you blow it out. Right. And then you come back and start school the next day. So if Tom's taking a vacation with the kids, maybe should have done it before camp started. I'm just saying. And maybe this whole entire Dolphins thing, it got his mind all twisted up. Maybe he thought he had some master plan. It blew up. So he had to go back because he didn't want to look like a fool. And then he got to training camp and realized, yeah, my heart's not really here, guys. I need two weeks to go figure this out. I'm going on a sabbatical. I'll talk to you in two weeks. Like, I, I think it's really possible that Brady is contemplating retirement right now. And that's why he walked like he needed because he wow. did this with the Patriots. Really? With the Patriots, he did this a couple of times. The Patriots had to go and get him. <laughs> they had to go and like talk him to come back. Like he, he's like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And they come back and be like, hey, Tom, what if we do X and Y and Z and this and that? And they're like, they made it right for him. They gave him what he wanted, essentially. So maybe there's something Brady wants, and he's using this as leverage over the box. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm good. I can walk. I got seven rings. If you don't want to give me it, that's cool. I'm leaving. And now he walks away, and the team has to determine whether or not they want to give him whatever he wants, whether it be like control of the offense or certain players or what. But like they signed Antonio Brown for him. That really didn't work out. Maybe there's somebody else he's interested in going ahead and grabbing a hold of. Wow. Oh, man. I, I'm just thinking about it in terms. You see, sometimes I look at myself on a camera and I know what I'm thinking. And I'm like, how would this affect the numbers? Like of I course. would have to be sitting there, not just Tampa's number. Everyone. Like, obviously, you got to go right to. I mean, if it's if you think in eleven and six, it becomes nine and eight immediately with a drop off. Maybe eight and nine. I mean, that's a big drop off. Tom Brady to anybody, but um, second thing is then all right. Well, who wins that division now? Then right, like all right, I got to adjust division. those odds. I got to Saints. I mean, I've people are jumping on the Saints. They think the Saints might be the sleeper team in the NFC. Saints. Um, 
I mean, I guess James steam plays. on all the on the on the Falcons is real. They're yeah. going to maybe win a, a couple games more than maybe okay. you thought because now they can actually beat Tampa once. Right? Who knows? That's right. All the yeah, exactly. All the overs in the division all now the, become interesting. Right. It all changes the numbers. And Panthers, you know, yep. maybe like there's there's so many things. And then the next thing I think is all right. Like you just said it before. It's it was Bucks and Packers. And anybody else? Well, all right, well, who's the anybody else now? Well, I might have to go look at schedules and spend the whole morning going, geez, if he don't come back, they ain't going to the NFC championship. They're not. They might not even make the playoffs. With, with play, I mean, with Blaine Gabbert? No, they're not making the playoffs with Blaine Gabbert. Hell no. That's even with Mike Evans, even with Godwin, they're not making the playoffs. I mean, the division isn't the best. They could, they no, could still true. find their way to 10 wins. If he nurses the ball, well, oh my gosh, yeah. it's, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but they could be fucked. They could be seven and 10, 10, mm -hmm. just as easy. Mm -hmm. I mean, their variance with Brady is like 10 or more. hundred percent. I mean, he's worth two games. Their, their thing with their, their number with Gabbert could be anything from seven and 10 to 11 and seven. That's a gigantic yeah. variance. Yeah. 11 and six. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's crazy. It really is. So we'll watch that. Obviously that's going to be significant. Uh, okay. We've gotten to the point where I, I'm officially nervous about college football, Dave. I officially, this is the oh, conversation. I, I saw this story. What is this bullshit? This is what I talked about in 2010, 12 years ago. This has been a, this has been, this has been the end of the bar conversation in sports in college football towns for about 10 to 12 years. What happens when the big money conferences say, and you can 1039, fuck it. We're out. We're taking our ball. We're not supporting the mountain West conference. We're not supporting the Sun Belt. We're not supporting anybody else. We're out and we're taking our team. We're taking our 40 teams and we're going to go play our own championship and keep all the money to ourselves. We don't need to do anything else. We don't need to have any more membership. We're not talking to Indianapolis. We're not dealing with suspensions and taking us down. We're not doing any of this anymore. Yeah. You need us. We don't need you. Oh yeah. Big 10 and the PAC 12 that has been now that divide has been crossed. They just took UCLA and they just took use at USC from the Pac-12. They did. That's not the last time they're taking a Pac-12 team and putting them in the Big Ten. Mm -mm. They're going to raid that conference. That conference is going to die. Big Ten, Big 12, SEC, come in and say, guys, we don't need the ACC. What do we need them for? <laughs> Clemson, you can come join us. Of course. Anybody, but you could raid the ACC and take the programs you want. Right. Hey, Duke, you want to play in our basketball conference? Sure. Hey, North Carolina, you want to play in our basketball conference? Come on in. You can play in, you know, for basketball, but we don't need your football team. That can, <laughs> that can stay over there. I mean, they are legitimately, the college football board is discussing restructuring how college football is governed, meaning no more NCAA national letter of intent, no more name and likeness rules. We make our own rules. That kills it, Dave. 
It becomes a it becomes a professional it's, sports league. Uh, I mean, we've known that this is what it is for a long time. I saw it when I was in college. I mean, I was friends with a lot of the players, and I was playing a club sport, but like it was you saw it then and you wondered where's this going you're right people have been talking about this for a long time here's the line that scares me a source told told ESPN that the general feel among the presidents and chancellors on the call that happened this week was that college sports leaders have left too much money on the table by not implementing a new playoff before 2026 perhaps as much as a half a billion dollars if the presidents and chancellors are money hungry we're done. They're the stewards of the whole damn thing. They're the student athlete protectors. They're the ones that are supposed to be speaking about why we need college sports in the current setup, that there right. is a benefit for being a student athlete, going to college, getting a degree. Not every kid goes to the NFL, the life lessons you learn. They're the protectors. If they're saying you guys are fucking up by leaving a half a billion dollars on the table, Redo it, guys. Get this done right. Oh, no, we're in trouble. We're in big trouble. It's never going to look the same. They're going to ruin it. They're going to ruin it. Every sport or just that, or just the football. They're going to take, they're going to break. If they break away, if the college football committee, if this, if this core of 40 teams, whatever it might be, breaks away, every other sport's going with them. They're going to create their own league. They won't play in the NCAA anymore. They'll play in the whatever the hell they want to call it. Wow. No, no more college sports. No more NCAA tournament. They'll do their own tournament. No more little guy up against big guy. No more Southwest directional state up against UCLA. Like those games are dead. You know how much money CBS paid for NCAA tournament? And they'll play it out and they'll wait for the contract to end and then they'll be done. Like they'll, they'll play it out. I mean, it's, it's not happening tomorrow. They'll take all those contracts, all those money, but that's it. Once that contract is over, I believe it's up in 2028 or 27, 28. When that contract's up, that's it. We're done. They can own their own streaming services by then. They can build their own app and they can do it on Amazon Prime if they want to. They don't need networks anymore. You think the network executives are... Well, not happy. A little nervous today. Not happy about this conversation. No, no, no. (laughs) Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Not happy at all because the fans are going to follow their programs. The fans don't really care. I mean, the fans watch the games, right? And the the fans play the games, Notre Dame, USC, you know, Penn state. It's if, if you're a Penn state alum and Penn state is playing against, you know, a big 10 team, you don't really care what league it's in. You want to watch the game. You're talking about the game. Who are you going to beat with this? Oh, we're playing for a championship. Okay, it's all made up anyway. All all this does is expose the fact that it's all made up anyway. Correct. AP poll, API poll, whatever the you UP, want to talk about. This UPI. Yeah, it's, it's all just yeah, made up. It's all just garbage that we just threw together and we take it as gospel because it's, quote, always been this way. So, so like, I mean, you lived in SEC country. Mm-hmm. They don't give a flip. They hate everyone else. If so they as could long do as it, they get all the teams they want, they don't care. <laughs> if they could do their own bubble and play in their own bubble, they don't. They would. They, they would. They don't care. They don't think anybody else comes anywhere near them. 
I think everyone plays for second place. Every Big Ten, it's in their fight songs. I mean, it's in Alabama's fight song, making fun of Notre Dame and making fun of the Big Ten. Like, it's just what they do. They look down. I mean, they still remember the, the schoolhouse steps. They still remember what happened when the federal government forced them to integrate. Like, there's all... This is not that long ago. This is the 60s. There are people who are very much alive who remember that, and they still very much do not like those guys from the North, those Yankees from the North, which, by the way, it doesn't matter where you're from. Michigan people are Yankees to them. They would close doors. They would shut her up and just have it be the SEC championship, and they'd be cool with it. Remember, Alabama gave themselves two national championships that they still recognize that they didn't win. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they just, they just took it. They just said, this is, we won the championship. It's ours. Well, what do you mean? No, we won it. But wait, there's a big debate about how many championships Bama actually has won. I believe Bama believes they've won 21 championships yet. Only 13 or 12 or 13 are recognized. I believe it is now. Oh, they just gave themselves championships. They, gave themselves championships. <laughs> they, did, they just, in the, in the forties and fifties, it's like, okay, they just self crown themselves champions. <laughs> And they recognize it so like in the stadium. They recognize that these, these years they won the championship when they didn't actually win a championship. They just said, we're the best. We win. Sounds like a guy. I know saying he won a bet about a suspension. I'm just saying it happens. Yeah. You know, just, I did live there. So maybe they did rub off on me, you know, I'll take the Alabama. See, if, if I'm I, Alabama, in this analogy, if I'm the Alabama football program, I'm cool with that analogy. You want to make me? Okay, I'm cool with that. If you say I'm uh, Alabama, you rammer, Jimmy, what are you talking give about? Give him hell, Alabama. Let's go. We'll, we'll do that. I'll go get the <laughs> we'll do I see SEC score. Look, he's we'll getting up. We'll, Where's he we'll going? Do, we'll, do, we'll, do, we'll do rammer, Jammer. <laughs> you, you ever seen this? <laughs> Yay, Alabama. No. Uh, oh, yeah, Alabama's great. Oh, come on now. It's 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 that it's one of the most insulting things a college team does after they beat you, and they yell and they do rammer jammer afterwards. Really? Yeah, rammer jammer. We just beat the hell out of you. The whole stadium says we just beat the hell out of you. It's unbelievable. As you're leaving the field, you're leaving the field. As you're walking off Bryant Denny Stadium. My introduction to Alabama was in 1989. They came to Penn State. It's a huge game. How much red was in that building? One sliver. It was just one oh, sliver. They, they, they got like 5,000 seats. But they were loud, and they had these Tide boxes. with yeah, the roll Tide. Of I told you the Roll Tide guy story. I know. The guys who started it. TJ puked, puked in Arkansas right in front of the Roll Tide guys. <laughs> they all were walking by. TJ was puking. He looked up and goes, "You're the real tie guys." And it was like it's was the funniest thing in the world. I couldn't he was believe project, it. Uh, vomited on the guys who started the roll tide. The roll tide guys. Penn State was going to win the game at the end and missed a field goal. I can't remember the score. We'll have to look it up. It was a hundred thousand people. It was loudest. It was so un unreal. I mean, and I'm old enough to remember when like. The Penn State schedule at home was like Boston College, Temple, wow. Maryland. It was all shit games, and it was right. like one good game. So if we're headed that way back with college football, where it's all good games for some, there's going to be a lot of bad. There's going to be a lot of disinterest, bad games. It's going to turn it basically into what you said, professional league. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's going to be fucked up. There's mm -hmm. no question about it. I don't mm -hmm. think this is good for – it's good for the ones that are in it. It yes. ain't good for nobody else. And there's and way more nobody else. Like Nick Saban said, we're one of the haves, so we're okay with it. The haves are fine, and the haves <laughs> are going to eat it up, and the have-nots are going to be like, what do we what do happened? now? What do we what do happened? now? Yep. Yeah. And it'll be um, 
and they'll be back to, I mean, this is a bad analogy, but just let me, let me make it. You know how some people watch women's basketball and they're like, it's a more pure form of the game because it's below the rim. They run okay. plays, they run sets. I've heard that. That'll be the Mountain West Conference. Like they're they're more pure. They believe in a student athlete. They don't pay their players. They're going there for an education. They're going there to be a better person. They don't care about going pro, you know, and they'll have a couple of kids eventually get picked, but they won't play at the same level of competition that you're seeing in those kids who play against, you know, iron sharpening iron every single week. That's why they're going to that school to play football. It sucks. It's absolutely horrible. I cannot. And then basketball really is the one that's going to suffer dramatic problems in basketball. There's going to be a mess, just a mess. And those basketball centric schools, you know, like in the big East, those only basketball schools will have a pretty big decision to make as to where to go. What do they want to do? Cause Villanova's won national championships recently out of the big East. So like, <laughs> where do you go? Do you join the guys or do you, you know, Jesuits are very much big into academics. Does it become I mean, it's already regionalized. And like, were you ever called a Yankee? Hundred percent. First day I was there on my job. I, stopped, I think on my job. I stopped for gas on the way down, driving from Penn State to Florida. Uh-huh. I just went in and saw this pickled pig's feet. Oh, he didn't at the counter. Yep. No. Like, like a pack of gum. Yeah, was the, the you know the 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 non think about things at the front of the register? Yep. They pig's had feet. gum and, and pickled feet. pig's feet, and yep. I was like, "Where the fuck am I?" Oh, the weirdest thing is, was the first time I ever walked into a gas station and they had a full buffet. And in I was the like, gas station? Oh yeah, all over Alabama, full meals are eaten at gas stations consistently in Alabama. We were we were in northern Virginia or northern Georgia when this happened, and I was like, "We need a gas bag." And the two guys I was with, I'm like, we're pulling over to get gas. It was just nothing but woods. I didn't know where we were. What time? Very early in the morning. Okay. Just after sunrise. So the hunters and the fishers were up. That's it. Pulled in. <laughs> saw the pickle pins. <laughs> paid for the gas. Guys, all I said was thank you when he gave me the change. And he goes, he knew. You, y'all Yankee? You ain't from around here, are you? <laughs> I said, no, sir. Thank you very much. I ran out to the car. At least you said, no, sir. At least you, at least you said that right. That was good. I said, no, sir. <laughs> Thank you. And I ran out to the car and woke my buddies up. I said, let's get the fuck out of here. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, I don't know. This guy called me a Yankee. I didn't even say nothing. He looked at me like weird when he said it. And I was like, I got to go. I was waiting for the deliverance music to come. Like, I'm going to get in trouble. I, I don't know where I was. Me, me, me. Oh, my God. But it's a different place. But do you think that makes college football a super regional thing? Like, it's the bottom of the country. It's the middle of the country. I mean, the West Coast disappears. Okay. Well, you tell me this now. Okay. So, leads right into this. Big Ten deals official. Right. Big Ten is getting $7 billion with a B. $7 billion. And it has escalator clauses taking it to $10 billion <laughs> What the? because they're going to add and raid the PAC 12. The more markets they add, the more money they make San Francisco monster TV market, Seattle monster TV market. 
where there's people, that's where the Big Ten's going to go because that's where they can get billions in dollars. <sighs> with a B. Billions. I don't know, man. This is weird. The, the, so the, this is the Big Ten's becoming like like the melting pot for the country. Like you got if you go to the SEC, you gotta like if you if you come in there, you know what you're getting into. I mean, it's different there. To it's, the SEC it means more. This there. is the same. This is their bread and butter. This is what they've grown up with. The country outside of the South hates us. Circle the wagons, us versus them. And they wear it like that. Oh, they own it. Right. A hundred percent. They own they it. Do. And, and they're comfortable in that position. Right. That you don't, you, you're not from around here. You don't understand what it is to live here. You don't get what this is all about. Where you're from, you wouldn't understand. Right. And the Big Ten going. And that may game. be right sometimes. I mean, in some, yeah, I agree. Yeah, sometimes there's, there's some something to that. I had to, a girl I was dating, her father took me out to the backwoods, laid out his entire arsenal of guns and said, pick one, son. And I went, what? And he said, pick one. Picked up a 44 Magnum, biggest gun in the thing, and I fired it and nearly lost my hand. <laughs> but it was a complete and total, are you man enough to date my kid is basically what that was. It was a complete and total guy, you know, testosterone check and the, my ears like still ring to this day it, was a hand, it wasn't a gun it was a hand cannon and it was i couldn't hold it i was like it was like it weighed like 30 pounds and the kickback like shot my hand like that way and he fell down laughing he thought it was the funniest thing in the world that this kid from boston was firing guns in his backyard but i was like sure you're not gonna make me feel like a put like a baby and go grab a you know 44 magnum let's go what was her Dirt. name Oh, <laughs> you don't even remember her name. <laughs> I, I was going to say, how'd on. that shit work yes. out? You know, how, yes. you don't even remember yes. her name. Oh, it was Beth. Oh, it was awful. She faked a pregnancy at the end. It was horrible. It was really bad. <gasps> oh, it was the worst. First time that ever happened to me. It was the worst thing in the world. TJ would tell that story one day. Him and his wife had to go over to her house because I had broken up with her and she was claiming she was pregnant and he had to go over to his house. And she, her, his wife at the time was like, called me on the way home and said, Matt, she's not pregnant. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, she was just mad that you broke up with her. It's like, that's the dirtiest thing anyone's ever done to me. That's the whole, well, it still is the worst thing that's ever. And, and I literally thought I was tied to this woman for two weeks. I thought I was tied to that woman for the rest of my life. And she was crazy. <laughs> her father too. So yes, it was like, I have to be a part of this family for how long? Oh no, it's really bad. <laughs> this is really, really bad. I just can't, I can't be coming back to Alabama. I knew the second I left Alabama, I never would be back and I've never been back. When I drove to Omaha, when I moved out in 2005, I've oh, never man. gone back. Never been we're back. Going, we're going back. Well, let's do it. Well, I mean, I thought we were going oh, to Ole Miss. We're going though. back. We're going to Ole Miss or we're going to Alabama? Which I, one are we going don't back know, I don't know yet, but at some point we're going back. We're going to drive by that guy's house. Oh, in Athens, Alabama. Oh, my. Yeah. Oof, that's, I don't, I mean, it would be weird to go back there for me. I would have such weird flashbacks. Yeah, it's it good. so strange to be back there, but. I mean, just back this for a second. ESPN's not part of this deal. As a Big Ten guy, do you care? Not one second. Okay. Basketball-wise, it's a different spin. I mean, Peacock's going to have a lot of your basketball games. Penn State basketball is not a big draw. You're going to play on Peacock a lot. Listen, you when you want to find the games, mm -hmm. you'll find the games. Fair. That's that's it's simple. Um the networks, they're getting a lot of wake-up calls with this information and this stories and this news. And 
you know, we're going to have an NFL game every week on a streaming service this season. This is a nice test market for a lot of things. We're going to see what people do, watch, how it's reported, how many people are watching it. A lot of truth might come out for a lot of things. We'll see. It's going to be, it's an interesting time to say the least. I just like, when you text me this thing and, you know, I read this, this big 10 thing, the big 10 used to have that, like, oh, you know, academic standards, this, that, whatever. We can't take you. We can't now. (laughs) That's out the window, right? No bullshit. We're getting the biggest TV markets. Yeah. We're fixing this. Well, they already showed their hand a little bit by taking like a Rutgers, right? They like they, they took Nebraska because of the AAU thing, and it's like Rutgers is a good academic school, is it not? You, great, but they wanted New York City. They didn't care about the academics. They wanted New York City, so they wanted oh, the eyeballs. I don't believe that, man. Oh, never. Yeah, number one media market. Why would you want to be there? So that's why they went and took Rutgers. <laughs> so that was their first indication that they were going to be doing something along these lines. Now they're going to the other side of the country. And USC and UCLA, both good academic institutions. Yeah, but they're in Los Angeles. So <laughs> now we want that side of the country. And they're not done. They're going to go get, I think, at least two more teams out of the Pac-12. I think Oregon and Washington are the most likely to go. And potentially Cal and Stanford as well. You go and... What's the it. other conference left standing? After all this is said and done, is there another conference left standing? Because it's... SEC three and join that and Big Ten and join that and or is it only two? SEC will kill the ACC, is what I think. Okay, Florida State, Miami, Clemson. Those three, those three schools go to the SEC. Okay, Big Twelve will try to survive by taking the best of whoever is left over and try to grab a hold of maybe a Duke or North Carolina or something along those lines, trying to keep trying to get that side of the country. The big 12 will come and pick up the scraps from the big, from the ACC PAC 12 dies. Mountain West conference gets raided a little bit for a couple schools, potentially maybe a Boise state goes to the, goes to the big 12, something along those lines. And it's three. You're left with three 20 team conferences, SEC, uh, big 12, Big Ten. Huh. That's your college football championship. That's your that's your tournament. That's your everything. That's has it ever been more evident to you? And as all this plays out, and I mean, and you grew up there, but like the Northeast, the Northeast runs the world pretty much. That corner of the country. With it's not a college football sport. It's not a college football sport. The Northeast, it's like an afterthought. There's no discussion. Once you get to New York City, that's where it starts. But everything Philadelphia, college sports dies at Philadelphia. College basketball has a little bit of a historical tie to New York City. So there's some people in New York City that do still pay attention to college basketball and like it a lot. Yes. There's a lot of roots of college basketball and stuff. I mean, basketball is huge in New York City. But like nothing above there. It's amazing. There's just no even... Hmm. I mean, you Nothing. go to Penn State as far east. You stop at Penn State. That's basically right where it ends for college football. And then everything north Down. is out. There's nothing right. college football wise. No interest. No conversation. I mean, Saturdays were like the day you got stuff done when I grew up. Like you didn't stay and watch college football. You went and did stuff because Sunday you were glued to the TV set. Right. 
Saturday was your day of going, you know, doing stuff with the family and going out and apple picking and whatever wow. the hell you were doing. What's football? Did you? I mean, on, I remember. Hold I, on, I saw. Hold on, hold on. Did you say apple picking? Yeah. What the hell does that even mean? In the fall, on a Saturday, a family event would be you'd go apple picking in New England. Everybody did it. Hold on. You went to a like orchard and picked apples off of a tree. This is news to you. I've never done this in my life. What are you talking about? You what, this was what even you did on you Saturdays do, in the you fall. You could do that. You could do that here, by the way. You know that, right? I've driven by there. I've never done it. You've never picked an apple off a tree yourself. Never in your life. At fifty-two years old, you've never done this. Or you never heard of it either. Well, I mean, I didn't know you people in New England spent your Saturday afternoons going to the orchard and picking apples. Yeah, it's like a big part of our culture. Yeah, that's a big, really, yeah, huge deal. It's like everyone's first date, that apple picking. Everyone does that. Really? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. It's like that's like the that's the go to. Like, what, what's your first date? I went to an apple orchard and went apple picking. Like, hundred percent apple cider, apple cider donuts. Apple cider sucks. Oh, apple cider is phenomenal. What are you talking about? And apple cider donuts are the best thing on the planet. Oh, apple cider donuts. Oh, they're freaking amazing. Good ones are legendary stuff. Hundred percent. In the fall, I love for that stuff. Really? Yeah, it's one of the few things I'm monsterly nostalgic about in New England. Being can we get them out here? Yep, that place where there you can go pick apples. They make apple cider donuts. We go every year. Here. Here. It's right by my house. It ain't far. Correct. It's down the street from your house. Absolutely. Yep. Apple cider donuts. This is, I can't believe this is like your push first time. Push the like button, please. And push, push, <laughs> People, how are you chat. not? What's blowing my mind is this is the first time you're hearing of this. At 52, this is news to you. No, I just can't imagine. Like, I mean, I lived right outside the city of Pittsburgh. But like, okay. you know, so you had to drive somewhere like that to go and pick apples. I mean, you would have never even thought wow. to do it then. So wasn't a part of my life. But I, I can't believe that. I mean, like Saturdays yeah. was 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 college football day you you would go up and you see the foliage go. you would go up and like you could oh do, have you done that i grew up in it what do you mean have i done that of like course you I've go done. you go for a weekend and look at the foliage have you done that yeah it sucks yes. <laughs> <laughs> where'd you go connecticut no thank god because they're too you have to go north you don't go south that's they have shit things there too. They, they have they, their trees suck. On top of that, Connecticut's trees suck. <laughs> the trees they, suck too. They, yeah, trees suck in Connecticut. They don't even. They're not even further enough north to get the you know the good colors. It's all just. It's like all by the by the mass border. They're okay, but then you get down a little further into the state, and it's all crap, and you don't want to go. So you go north. So you've done the weekend. <laughs> yes, I've done the weekend. Yes, I've foliage. done. Yes, you do uh, the catamaran. What is the catamount? The catamaran? What the, whatever the heck that catamunga highway in New Hampshire that you drive. <laughs> Old man on the mountain used to be there. It was a big thing. It was the, It's a state symbol, but the guy fell off. His face fell off. The, 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 the old man on the mountain was on the side of the thing. It fell off. It was a rock structure that when you looked at it from a side, it looked like a man's face. So they called it the old man on the mountain. Well, then like 10 years ago, it fell. It, you know, just fell. Did rocks move like things change? It's his face fell off. So, so he, it's no longer there anymore. But that was always like the drive that you would make. And then, like, if you want to get really crazy, you go into Vermont and you go, you're up by Canada and then you can really see some crazy colors. But it's beautiful. I mean, it's, I didn't have, I didn't have money then. But like the best thing to do if you have money is to go into a helicopter tour and go fly over the top of it. And that's amazing. 
I've never done it, but I've heard, I've seen pictures of it. It's incredible. It Have you ever rode in a helicopter? Once. Yeah, that and I, and, and I took a I took a game to an Iowa. We did a promotion when I was in Iowa. We took a six passenger plane from Des Moines to Iowa City and back. Like a private prop jet. Look at you, big time. Yeah. That was the way. If I ever, that's, that's not a helicopter. That was but a, it felt like a helicopter because it was really slow. So, so it had wait the a same, Hold on, hold on, I've hold been, on. I've, the question been, was this: I know, but I've been in. A helicopter Have you ever once. ridden in a helicopter yes. once? Yes. I've also been on with a very the propeller small on the top. Yes. You go up. Okay. Yes. And you've flown private six person passenger jet. Not jet, prop plane. It so felt like a helicopter. Noisy, noisy and slow. <laughs> it felt like a prop plane. It felt like Were a you helicopter. nervous? I was in the front. So yeah, I was I was pretty oh, freaked God. out. You sat in the front. You I had to because the listeners, the listeners were in the seats. So the, the the deal was one pilot and me in the front, and then six listeners in the back. We did a contest for this. This company started to run shuttles between Des Moines and Iowa City back and forth. This is fantastic. And so we went ahead and did this promotion. And when I sat in the front, so I was like literally in the front seat of this like really noisy, slow plane. You were like the co-pilot? Pretty, pretty much, yeah. I mean, I wasn't doing anything, but I had the headset on. So I was talking to the pilot the whole time, yeah. How long was the flight? Um, I think it was 35 minutes. 30, 30, it was quick. It, it, it's why because it, it, it's a two-hour drive plus traffic so this gets you on the ground in and out actually i think it was penn state i think it was iowa penn state the game i went to actually yeah i think it was a penn state game i went to were you nervous so, in front i was very nervous yeah, yeah. I, I i was not a huge fan of the, of the of the rickety old you know prop plane i don't like prop planes ever but whenever did it fly like off center like they, were you were, were you straight the whole time, or did it feel like you were a little bit like this off center as you were flying? I, I'll send you. I, I made a video of it. I'll, I'll, I'll go and find the video I made in, to, in 2010 that, uh, that, that, wow. that that that's out there. But yeah, I mean it's it's a funny that's, it's that's a funny great. deal. I mean it's a, it's a, it's a it was it was fun. But I mean that's you know I, I don't know what happens now with this money because the SEC is going to come with. Uh, you know, a Thor super bag. These Thor people bags. Yeah. This is bags. They're coming with whole banks, countries, and ESP. And, and now ESPN basically has no choice but to open up the vault and pay, and pay the SEC. They lost the Big Ten, so now they're all in on the SEC. <laughs> like CBS has the SEC game in a week. Yep. Like the SEC is all they're over losing, the place. They're losing that. That's going away. Oh, that's going away. Yeah, they lost that. Man, oh man! I think this. I think this is the last year of it. I think this is the last year of the contract. Oh my goodness! So that's it. It's all changing. Uh, a couple quick baseball stories: Yankees with a walk-off grand slam last night. If you were on the under of that game, how do you feel right now? <laughs> it's just. I mean, brutal. you're pissed off to say the least. <laughs> like you're just like you might be or, saying. Eleven oh eight. Fuck it. I'm done betting baseball. It and might be I mean, like money line. How many times do you have to have the bad beat? Like you're up by three back. runs, though. You're up by three runs in the bottom of the ninth inning. Yeah, you're good. You're, you're on the raise money line. You got plus mm-hmm. money on the dog. Donaldson hasn't done anything. <laughs> Donaldson's been ice cold. Bases loaded. Walk off grand slam. Yankees it's, needed that too. It's hard. The they shit is that. hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they got. Now they got Toronto coming to town. So we'll see 
if they can carry over. I mean, that's that is a nice win. That's huge. That's that's big. Um, but like baseball, just like baseball betting, you literally turn a page. It's another game. We got to get another game, and who knows if they carry it over. But how do you feel? Not good. <laughs> it ain't fun. No, it ain't fun. The Mets gave me another miracle cover on the run line last night. Back yeah, you're back, living right. Back-to-back back nights mm-hmm. covering run lines that I should not have been covering. Right? I mean, this is kind of wacko right now when you look at the Mets 9-7. Three runs get scored in the top of the ninth. Two runs get scored in the bottom of the ninth. Can't not three. If three runs... Nine seven with a Max Scherzer game. Sixteen runs get scored. The total is seven and a half yep. in the game. Got every sixteen. I was like, cruising along. I was on the air. I bet I, when Gabe and Cam, I bet under ten and a half. I was like, oh, you know, Maxie's dealing. Yep. One hit through three. Skies open up. Rain delay. I'm trying to. I'm like, turn the game back on the app, please, because I'm just going to bet over and I'm dumping this bet. No, no shot. I know I'm done. It was three one at the time, I think. But you've seen it so many times after the rain delay, you're toast. I'm hoping Scherzer comes back out, which he did. First pitch, like hit the bull, like bull Durham, like way wild. The next pitch was a 54 foot curveball. I said, "Oh shit, I'm done. I'm definitely uh-huh. done." And bet over nine and a half just to get out and break even on the bet, lose a little juice because I just knew. Uh, what happens? So, you know, you win in the run line. I mean, you like betting baseballs again? You're you back or no? I'm not back betting baseball. But my question to you as to what is, I'm not superstitious. So I'm curious, are you, do you have any, any superstitious tendencies? Last 12 days, officially, I'm 25 and 13. Oh up, up 11 and a half units. That's a hell of a run, p Mm-hmm. If I was yeah. betting, if I was betting full units yeah. for the 11 run, 11 run, mm-hmm. I, I would be up, I think 16, 17 units right now. Yeah. But I'm only betting half because it's preseason. Well, you hit them parlays too. So you jumped up. Same there. game. Yeah. But not big, not big same game. I, I haven't hit a, I hit one plus 600 and then one plus 110. I haven't hit big. I've only hit one decent. It was a quarter unit though. So it was one and a half units. And I'll bet mm. four units on the parlays. You and these units can't keep track of all this half unit, quarter unit, one unit. I'm quarter unit on big parlays, half unit on preseason football. I'm full unit, everything else. <laughs> That's the breakdown. <laughs> I just looked out at the chat. Scrab Walsh 82. Boys, tomorrow's roll call Friday. I'm going to try to name every single one of you to come. But when you hit me with these things during the show, I absolutely love it. He said, I almost just fell off the treadmill when he just said, you trees suck too. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they do. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> almost just passed out right here on the air. Right. Get that brain well, thing. All right. Well, speaking of passing out, okay. <laughs> My home state, Wynn, wants to put betting kiosks in the parking garage, Dave. Come on, bro. <laughs> in the parking garage. <laughs> I, I mean, 
do you want to have mass murders occurring? Because I'm just going to have people stand outside and watch you walk up in the parking lot and stick a gun inside your head and take all your money. This is the, this is one of the dumbest ideas I've seen. Sorry, Win, <laughs> I love you guys, but whoever came up with the idea of putting betting kiosks in your parking garage is a damn idiot. Get them fire this person. This is the stupidest thing I've heard in a really long time that encore Boston, which is in the hood. Okay. It is in a bad part of Boston. It is not a good part of Boston. Okay. That is a, it's across the river. It's where the mafia runs everything. Oh. And they put the casino right there. How oh. that happened. I don't know. I wonder how that. And so that's how that happened. You're going to put a betting kiosk in a parking lot. I've been in that parking garage. There's no way in hell I am pulling out any money of consequence and sticking it in a kiosk while I'm paying attention to a screen. I have no idea who's around me. Oh my goodness gracious is a bad idea. Uh, that's that's the clip right there. I'll be, we'll, we'll be posting that later. Um, I saw Ryan posted that uh, and said something about you know, it might be the first drive-up right. sports book, and it's not the first drive-up. I was like, "There's one two miles down the road for me." Suncoast <laughs> has a big sign that says "drive-up sports book." It's and the you know there was one at the Fiesta Rancho when I mm-hmm. first moved to town. I'm not gonna lie, I went there just to see it once, drive through, and learn how it works. And then two, I thought because I'm a stay-at-home dad and I might want to ah. put a bed in, and there was no apps or anything. You Were you allowed to do it with the kids in the car? They didn't give a shit who was in the car. Wow. As long as you had the money, you wrote the ticket. That's good. It pisses me. I mean, I, I not pissing me off, but I, I've been yelled at a couple of times because I've tried. I've been with like Madeline and I've been like, I want to cash a ticket. I'm like, can I just cash a ticket? Like the kid can't be with you. I'm like, yeah, but what if she stands like right outside the book? No, she can't actually be anywhere near you. I'm like, all right, fine. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, you remember how many times you had to ride in the car with the kid in the back to get him oh, to yeah. go to sleep? 100%. I used to do it all the time. It was a good way to get them to oh, calm yeah. down, turn the game on. I'm good. Like, let's mm-hmm. listen to the game and fall asleep, right. drive through, you know, give, no, me, good. give me 110 to win 100 on this or whatever and, you know, drive home. Whatever, 55 to win 50, do, let's do a parlay. You all can right. do all the bets right there. All the bets they offered, you could do it all right there. At least you're in your car. It's a little safer than being in front of a kiosk. 100%. And it was a person. <laughs> Kiosk is no person, so they're eliminating jobs again. They're putting it, I mean, down, you can't put it downstairs. It got to be the most well lit place in the world in front of people or (laughs) valet guys and cameras. I mean, it's just, there has to be something because you can't risk anyone doing exactly what you said. And the garage is also, I mean, just like typical here, it's on, it's attached to Encore and it goes down. Like it's oh, into the ground. Everything in Boston is down. You guys do everything down. Down. I don't want so, nothing down. So you're going. To, so it's it's kind of like Cosmo here, where you kind of right. go down. Could you imagine a kiosk for a sports book being at the Cosmo? No. Like, I mean, you'd be like the most no. dangerous place to ever bet would be at a kiosk at the Cosmo in a dark garage. I, I I have no idea what they're thinking. I have no idea whose idea this was, but this is such a bad idea. This is this along with 18 year olds being allowed to bet horses in Massachusetts is the new proposal as well. Oh, <laughs> they're, really? trying to, they're trying to do that too. Where they're going to say what, you know, let at Suffolk downs because they're going to get a book. They want to get kids in and let 18 year olds bet on horse races around the country. 
okay, but they're not going to be able to bet on sports, right? Because no. it's 21. So right. you're going to create a nightmare for the people working there. Pretty much. If yep. they let them come in and bet horses, they're going to ask for horse ID people that way. Yep. Oh, yeah. Sport so all the sports fake IDs that way. All. Oh, yeah. It's a great idea. They just won't ask people that have actually done this and worked in the business. Nope. They won't ask anybody any questions. I keep literally got a DM from a dude this morning. The guy said this on Twitter wrote me, wrote me a DM this morning and said they Massachusetts literally won't ask anybody who's actually done this before no. how they should be doing it because Nobody these will. are the dumbest ideas. <laughs> Nobody will. They won't. They won't ask any of us, and, and we're all willing to help. Right. I mean, you know, and my consultant fee is fair. Like ask somebody that's going to, you could tell you, you know, I need a big bag. I, right. I don't need a big bag, just a sandwich bag. I'll help you. I will. But it's a bad idea. Yes. But it's a, it's an idea that's like, I don't know if the, like, are they serious with this or are they just floating this out there to just tell you the possibilities we could have of all this stuff? Like Encore Boston made, made the record, told Massachusetts regulators today that they are now thinking about creating sports betting kiosks in the property's parking garage. They told the regulators, this is what we're thinking about doing. Everybody's telling these regulators all kinds of stories. Maybe. Like the regulators but, need to come to us and say, well, tell us why that's a bad idea. <laughs> think about it, You don't it, know. <laughs> Let's think. You don't and, know. And the kiosk stuffers, you made that tweet, but it's true. Like talk about drive up, stuff the kiosk and get the hell out real quick. You do it with the mask on. <laughs> you can you you put the hoodie on down oh, low, yeah. you get in there, yep. fire some $100 bills in there, find that future that's way off, hammer it, and gone. They're like, he was in a white car. Right. Oops. I don't <laughs> even know who it was. Right. Take the plate off, roll in, or walk up, walk out, run out. I mean, it's just, it's so many, it's so dumb. It is such a bad idea that I've, you know, tip, I, I, I knew can't. my home state was screwed up. I knew they'd screwed up. It's only going to get worse. Not good. Uh, all right, time for UFC 276. And, and this is going to be a really interesting fight coming up with Kamar Usman. Headline fight coming up. We've got an uh, offer to tell you guys about with DraftKings. You guys must be in a DraftKings state, but they're driving. It's the props.com back, uh, backslash DraftKings 200 promotion. This is for first-time DraftKings customers only. Go to props.com slash DraftKings 200. $5 deposit in a sportsbook account. You wager five bucks, NFL, college football, UFC 278. I said 276, sorry, 278 between now and mid-September. 200 bucks instantly. Again, it's props.com slash DraftKings 200 for this offer. $5 will get you 200 on any bet that you guys make. Is this a new one? New read or new? It's 278. It's a new read. Yes. It's a new for, it's a UFC. DraftKings is going very heavy into the UFC. So okay. they're putting both fists because the, they're the official sports book of the UFC. So that's my, I, I misspelled that on the rundown. That's on me, Farah. That's me. Uh, 278 for Usman versus Edwards. So look, this is crazy. I was looking at these stats. Leon Edwards hasn't had a fight end in uh, almost all of his fights end in decisions. We had not seen Usman lose in the UFC yet. This dude, but a lot of his fights have ended in knockouts. I think you can look at the under in this fight. I think there's value in the under in this fight. I think we've seen, you know, Usman work with his hands. He's knocked out Masvidal. 
He's got power. Edwards wants to box him. So even though Colby Covington was able to survive and go to the decision twice, I, I just think, or I guess I almost, sorry, that last fight was a broken jaw in the fifth round. Sorry, almost the decision twice. He would have actually gone to the decision. It wasn't for that. But I mean, knocked out Burns, knocked out Masvidal, decision with Masvidal, you know, decision with Woodley. Four and a half is the total for this fight. And okay. I think Edwards, uh, I think Usman by knockout is potential. Minus 110 though. I mean, it's, you know, or sorry, it's minus 110 on the decision. It's plus 270 on the knockout. I think him okay. by knockout is a decent value bet. And I think the under is a decent value bet coming up for this. It's in Salt Lake City. My question to you on a, on a book. You want to go to Salt Lake City? No. Have you been to Salt Lake City? We'll bring the, we'll bring the kids and we'll, we'll, we'll do a show from the car. Oh, that would be a lot of fun. We'll drive up and we'll go to the event. A six-hour drive. Be fun as hell. No, it would not be. Salt Lake City, unless we're going a little bit further north where you actually can go and drink and do stuff. You need to go to the tourist places. You got to go there and drink nothing. We're going to do to go do content right from the event. I'll wait for I'll wait for the next fight here in Vegas. In our backyard versus going up to Casey and all of Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Go see, go see friends. That's that would be worth it. But I think this fight, this whole card is going to be really interesting. This is going to be a fun card to watch. I like the under this fight on, hold on. You always hit me with the UFC on Friday. So you threw me a curveball with this. I didn't even look at the numbers and I'm listening, looking at, I'm listening to you now, but I'm looking at the numbers. This is going to be interesting. The two main of co- Co-main events, or if there's only one main event and it's Usman, yeah, it's minus minus three seventy-five, yeah, and three sixty, and then the Paulo Costa Rockhold is minus four hundred. Yeah, what the hell's interesting about this? How do you bet it? You got to find. You're not laying four dollars on a fight involving UFC. It's dumb. You got to find value. You got to find different ways of betting. Oh, it. here we go. Finding value. Now no, you just have to because y- you have to because I don't chat Jay Dow. I'm just Jay saying Dow's you can't up. bet. You can, you can parlay this stuff if you want. That's fine. You can do that, but you can't. I don't ever believe in a UFC fight with four ounce gloves. I don't believe you can really lay four or five dollars on fights. I just think it's a bad idea. It's hard, right? Yeah, it's it's, bad, it's, it's bad not idea. a comfortable thing. Mm-hmm. No, it's a bad idea. So because one you, punch is this Rockhold Costa a co-main event or no? Yeah. yeah, it's a co-main. Okay, so these are the two co-mains. Mm-hmm. Do I mean the numbers would look like to me that both fights go over? Right. The numbers would lean only because of Edwards and how durable Edwards is. But Usman, like I've mentioned, Usman, I mean, talking about just um Usman is is a serpent. Like he's he's he ain't losing. No, he hasn't lost yet. I mean, he's insane. Does he he don't knock people out either, though, right? He does. He knocked out Masvidal. He knocked out Burns. I mean, Covington is the durable fighter that has really pushed him because of how good he has been, how tough he is to knock out. And Edwards, there's a lot of comparisons. Edwards, uh, who fought Usman earlier in their career to a decision over three rounds, that people are saying that it's similar. I mean, average fight time for Usman is 1640. Average fight time for Edwards is 1515. This is a five-round fight. So this is a welterweight title bout. Usman's got a two-inch reach advantage. And I, I just think strikes landed per minute for Edwards is 2.6 to 4.6. That's not good, but it's hard to hit, hit a lot. Well, no, it's, he's hard to hit. That's not absorb. That's a land. Oh, that's a, yeah, that, so that's what lands they land. Two and a half punches a, more. a minute. 
more, right? Two minutes or two more to 4.6 to 2.6. Usman lands a lot more than Edwards does, but he's harder to hit 2.1 absorbed per, per minute versus 2.5. So he's hard to hit. He's no, Edwards is going to get hit a lot. Correct. And he wants to stand and bang. And that oh, because boy. the wrestling okay. is a huge advantage for Usman. He's an unbelievable wrestler. Did you just say wrestling? wrestling. Is it three yeah. syllables? Not wrestling. 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 Wrestling? Wrestling. Wrestling. You're making it a three or two, but it's wrestling. You're making it three. It's two. <laughs> right. Wrestling. Oh, wrestling. Wrestling. No, wrestling. That's <laughs> one word. That's 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 where them people that aren't Yankees say it. Yeah. Wrestling. Wrestling. So he's better wrestling? with in the in grappling. He's better by a waist, and everyone yeah. knows that. And that's why Usman's fights have been somewhat boring at times because he has They're been, terribly boring. But right. Floyd Mayweather's fights were boring as hell a lot of times too, and all he did yep. was win. Correct, and that's the same thing with Usman. So, but that was a long stretch because he went from 2015 <laughs> to 2019 without a without a finish. I mean, or he had one sorry one finish. He had one finish in that run. Everything else was was a decision. Now. He, because he knows this and he's maybe looking to retire. He's been trying to finish people. So I think there's, I think to, I mean, the over, you want to talk about total rounds at four and a half It's minus 175 over four and a half or plus 140 on the under. I think there's a chance the fight ends before the cards under four and a half. Anybody going to be watching this shit on Saturday Me. night? Are they going to be watching preseason football? I'm watching everything. Saturday is an, uh, I cannot wait for Saturday. We have Usyk in the rematch against Joshua. Can't okay. freaking wait to watch that fight on Saturday night. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Okay. Cannot wait. Awesome boxing fight, heavyweight fight, but see if Anthony Joshua, who is trained completely differently for this fight than any other fight, he's actually going to be trying to become a boxer, which is not easy to do midway in your career up against a guy who is a boxer in Usyk who totally schooled him for 12 rounds in the first fight. And I think the same thing happens preseason football going on and this card for UFC 278. Ain't going to be watching the preseason football. You're going to be watching all this fighting stuff. Probably Who's six minus 195 or minus 200. He should we'll be. And it should be better by decision. <laughs> Steve Mack just put in Kendall's Z, 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 Z. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, if you don't like fighting, that's on you, but I love betting fighting. And it, it, I've said it before, just the picks on Saturday is normally right now. One of my lowest listened to podcasts of the week, because I bet combat sports all the time. Yeah. I love it. I love fighting. I love betting violence. I, I love betting boxing and UFC. I just don't bet. People have asked me to bet like, you know, the lower levels, the PFL stuff. And I'm like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not going down that road. Exactly. There are people out there who do that, but I'm going with the higher level, more, you know, more high profile stuff with the UFC and with boxing. But Ooh. I mean, I've bet some low level boxing fights recently because I hate betting baseball. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, you give me a, you give me a fight on ESPN plus that I can bet on. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. Let's like, I, like the fight 15 was, minutes. It's, it's, it's fun. It's over. It's, it's good. And they win. Well, that, yeah, the fight happened here at resorts world on Saturday nights was interesting you know, with, 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 with TFM Lopez. In his knockout, I called a knockout in the fourth, fifth, or sixth round. He got it in the seventh. So, you know, <laughs> just one off on that. But Mikey also just chimed in. This what? Is so good. 
What did Mikey Awesome say? Z Z Z Z Z Z for little kids. Great. You know what she's excited about? Are we doing a show on the on Labor Day or no? No. Oh, she's gonna be pissed. She's said to me, "I'm off school. I can't wait to come back to be in the chat when you guys do a show." Oh, she's well, all right. We can do a show. We can do it. It's up to us. It's our choice. We want to do it or not? I will see. So you don't want to drive up to Utah to go to the UFC Saturday? Use the rental car. Take the rental car. Take my truck. I just got. I got a Tundra that's outside. Show up on gas. Can we take the Beamer? That's even worse on gas. Oh, is it? Never mind. Okay, it's even worse on gas. Take the truck. It's bigger anyway. But I no, I'm not driving to a UFC fight. No, not to not to. It was in Phoenix, maybe. Not Salt Lake City. Not like Salt Lake City. No interest in that. Probably get a good hotel and (laughs) yeah, sure we can. First time ever flowing through Salt Lake City when I was like 25 years old. I'm like, can I get a beer? No. I mean, no. You got to go join the club. Join the what? You got to join the club to drink in, <laughs> drink in the airport. Where the hell am I? Am I in America? Like, what is this city? Like, my gosh. So bizarre. Park City, I love you. Park City, you are a gem. Salt Lake City? Mm. You can have that. You can, wow. You can Park have City minus 500. Oh, Park Salt City Lake City that. plus... Yeah, just land in Salt Lake City and then drive an hour north, and you're fine. Go to Park City. That wow. that, that place is awesome. Downtown Park City. Ooh, High West is an unbelievable whiskey joint. Got to go to the distillery. Yeah, Good. it's Utah. They, they don't drink. They, they don't drink in Utah, but they make one of the be- they have one of the best distilleries in the United States in Park City, <laughs> in High West. Great, or really campfire whiskey to try blend. Oh, it's really it's good stuff. I can't believe this. Every single day I learn something else, but now you're a sommelier or whatever. Oh, that for word whiskey? Is. Yeah, the, the boys know this now, okay? Barbecue and whiskey, I got. <laughs> I got that, okay? Football, barbecue, and whiskey. The Southern, this is what I took out of the South. It was whiskey, barbecue, and football. That came with. So didn't have it growing up in New England. Got it in the South for five years. Stayed with me. I love Omaha it. And Des Moines as well, kind of like crystallized it too and kind of made it more but then just maybe nostalgic. That's fantastic. That's yep. great. Brisket. You know what I got when I was in Curacao? The trumpets. That's all good too. To that Caribbean music and all that other stuff. I just he has now brought I it became back. that island life guy. Oh, I loved it. That's what nice. I got from it. And I kept it. Uh, time for the Omaha steak searing hot take of the day. This is not so much a take of the day, but more of like a laugher thing that I want to bring up, but yes. you guys have been doing an incredible job. Chef Benny sent me the picture on Twitter today of his, Amazing, huge Omaha steaks pack that he got. You, you and Matt have got to send me your addresses. Because oh yeah, you got that's right. Omaha steaks all over me. Like, hey, we need yeah. to send the guys their food. So you guys yeah. are getting Omaha steaks food. If you guys want want steaks, great food from Omaha steaks. The All American assortment available, or you can build your own perfect menu by going to omahasteaks.com. Keyword BVB. By doing that, you get twelve Omaha steak burgers for free. And you give us some love and we appreciate it. So you guys watching on sports grid late night, you're hungry, order some great food. It comes in a big, huge, awesome vacuum sealed dry ice compartment in these individual boxes. They go right in the freezer whenever you want them. It's tremendous. <laughs> OmahaSteaks.com. Be sure. <laughs> Chef Benny said his order didn't even fit in the freezer. He got so much meat. See, it's awesome. So give me the meat. For 125 bucks, it's an unbelievable amount of food. It really is. You'll see how much food it is for a buck 25. It's incredible. Remember Wendy's commercial, Where's the Beef? Of course. Little old lady. Give me the meat. 
I was like that in the McDonald's Michael Jordan, Larry Bird commercial were the two, oh. two oh. lasting commercials. Oh, the shots. Yeah. Oh, off the, off stupid. the railing. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That was oh. awesome. Oh, so, Don't all right. Today. The Dodgers are playing up against the Brewers. Yes. Sideline reporter for the Dodgers <laughs> decides to go take a ride on the slide. He's like, fun. I want to, I want, what's the dude called the, the, the mascot, Bernie, Bernie, the, Brewer. Bernie the Brewer, right? Bernie the Brewer. Bernie the Brewer. Put it so in whenever the home run, Bernie the Brewer goes on this big, huge slide. After a so, home run, he slides. After a home run, okay. So this dude, David Vassell, I don't know how to say his last name. Vassell, don't know what he did. He wants to go ahead and do it. You don't even know the guy's. I don't know the guy's name. He goes down the slide. He goes into the wall. Hard, hard, and I mean like hard. No more Garcia Para and the dude who's calling the game. Roll laughing. Like <laughs> they start laughing their asses off at this dude. He's writhing in pain. They think he's faking. They think the guy actually is not hurt. They're like, ah, you're fine. This dude is holding his wrist, holding his side, rolling back and forth. They had to cut away from him. They're like, get, get that off him. Cut. He comes back to the ballpark the next day. This dude broke his hand. He broke his wrist and he broke six ribs. He got hurt on a slide as an adult. He got hurt as a, <laughs> on a slide and they were laughing at him. This was, I uh, was laughing uh, my ass off at just like, they thought he was faking how, and the dude got really hurt. How many times did you watch the video? I'm going to at least double digits. I was going to say the over under ten because his writhing in pain is you. You, you can't help but laugh. <laughs> it's just like he it, goes so hard into the wall. <laughs> like all right, so so a couple takeaways because people, you have to go watch this video. <laughs> so good, it's it's unbelievable. All right, he gets ready. Oh, he goes down. The fast. He goes by the fast. wall. <laughs> it's unbelievable. The, it's, and they have these like they have these very thin like mats you had in elementary school gym. Yes. Where like it's like very thin. The it, it, it's because I think it's there because in the Bernie the Brewer costume that's extra padding, so you don't need as much padding to stop right. you. This guy is wearing a suit like this. He's just wearing this. He's wearing <laughs> that's what he's wearing a shirt and a tie yeah. and slacks. He ain't got nothing on. Bernie and, the Brewer is a packed big right. ass. <laughs> You know, mascots. Mascot. Yeah. Listen, I just met some of the mascots in July yeah. in LA for the All-Star game. Mr. Met is eight foot tall and he's got to be all I mean, that suit is yeah. like heavy. Heavy. Yeah. You know, um the 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 Oakland A elephant guy, I couldn't believe how big he was. Like <laughs> so Bernie the Brewers padded up. He's okay. Uh, <laughs> now, like if you did this and me and Farrell were just watching. And you did it. I would piss my pants laughing. Like if the that reason was why you. I brought this up is this is the question that I'm going I'm posing to you. Is it okay to laugh when one of your friends breaks their ass? Is it okay? <laughs> because this is what happened. This guy broke his wrist, his hand, and six ribs, and they laughed their asses off at him. The <laughs> the first question I used to have a rule because brother Dan uh -huh. used to do this all the time. 
Brother Dan would laugh hysterically at anything like this at any time at any of our friends. And he has this big, gregacious laugh, too. And I'd have to get in a fight over it or like tell people like, look, he ain't laughing at you. Relax. No, he is laughing at me. You know, we get mad. So, so, and, and so my first question would be like, if it was you go down a slide and me and Farron are on the air or whatever. And I go, is he okay? And then when I get the yes, like he's alive, I guess, or, you know, you know yeah. it's die laughing. I always ask wait. if you're okay. They didn't wait. <laughs> the the, the Dodger broadcasters the did not wait. There was no- <laughs> they didn't ask, is he okay? They just thought, they thought he was faking. They were literally like, oh, he's fine. He's a fine. I'll look at him and big ha ha. No, <laughs> he was not fine. He's holding his, you can see him holding his ribs, writhing in pain, rolling around while they're laughing at him. It's, it's funny. It's funny video and they're friends. So like SoCal DJ, one of our guys who's always spewing knowledge and everything just said, you're not friends if you can't laugh. So that's pretty good. <laughs> he broke his wrist, his hand and sick. You didn't ribs. know that at the he time. really hurt. Like he, it he didn't like- know that. That's a pretty, I mean, that's like a significant, that's like rehab. Like you have to go to rehab for this. Like he's got to wear that cast for six weeks on the air. Like it's a daily reminder of you're you're a jackass. Like your daily reminder that you took a slide as an adult and you went into a wall and you broke six ribs. I mean, I broke one rib. I broke the floating rib boxing when I was training. My, my trainer broke my rib. I was sparring with him and he broke my rib. Damn. Six I don't, you know how hard it is to breathe. It hurt to just breathe with one busted rib. It was the floating rib. It was the one all the way down. Oh, this guy broke six ribs up, up, you know, the attached ribs. He broke six of them. This dude's going to be in pain for a while. Did nobody like look at this before and go, <laughs> hey, it's bad listen, big D. You're gonna come down as pretty fast, just so you know. And you're he gonna big, slam. He looks like, right. He looks like a big dude. He looks like That's what he's saying like you're gonna generate some speed. Like <laughs> Bernie slides into this thing and smacks the shit out of it every time he does it. But he's in his big costume and he rolls, so he knows right. he, he's he's he, trained on it. Right. Do you think maybe you want to try this first, like with pads on, just to see in the like, pregame, just to yeah, see how just, fast just, you just, go. Just Dave, come on up, Big D. Let's let's let's. I'm gonna take you down and let you see, but I'm gonna pad you up. So you're going to hit this wall pretty damn hard. Maybe that's part of the shtick, but I know like he's on a road trip and stuff. He got to fly with the bro. Oh man. <laughs> Flying with six broken ribs. Oh no. Like, I mean, come on. Drive I mean, back to LA. Oh, that's awful. No more. And the guy, and that guy plays it straight pretty much. And no more yep. is the, the, you know, fun, whatever, but that was hilarious. I watched it easily ten times this morning. Made my morning. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this was this is great. This is this is too good." Poor guy. So go order some steaks to help this dude out. Help us out as well, beefy. Right. <laughs> to go ahead and do that. So good. All right, Matt. Are we clear on Sports Grid? Can we say bye to our friends on Sports Grid? Yes. Okay. Oh, we're saying okay. goodbye. Sports Grid. Thank you very much. We will talk to you guys coming up tomorrow, 11 p.m. Pacific time, after the Pat McAfee show each and every weekday for us. You guys. We're on there. Uh, If you're on Twitter or if you're watching live on YouTube, stick around. More to come with BVB. All right. Circus Sports schedule of the day. Big weekend. A lot of folks coming into town. A lot of signups for the Circus. Circus Million. Circus Survivor is going to be happening. We'll get our update tomorrow with our Roll Call Friday being brought to you by footballcontest.com. Do you think there's going to be an overlay for the million? 
You think that's a possibility? Yes. Really? Yeah. yeah. I was down there yesterday and asking everybody and got to hang out with uh, a couple of listeners of the show. Uh, Bama Mafia on Twitter is in town. <laughs> Actually, Alabama guys. We Ooh. had an unbelievable conversation about the Grove. One told guy, you. Old Miss, and told you. The rest of them, Alabama. I it, was, it was, I felt like we were sitting right down there. It was so much fun. I love those guys. And there's definitely a chance we go down there for a game. But I'm telling you, that game, that Alabama Ole Miss game is Bama versus Kiffin. Are you kidding me? That is Saban. That is, oh my. Man, oh fuck man. it. But for um, right, right now, we'll talk to Maddie tomorrow about this. But there are 1,340 entries into the million. Yeah. $4.6 million overlay. Right. Currently there. Yeah. I think you're, that's going to be a tough one. I think to get to, um, because wow. either people are choosing to do multiple survivors or they're splitting one and one. But when there's a lot of singles, it feels like they're just picking the survivor. It's easier as far as picking the games. You don't need to spread. It's, it's what we talk about all the time as far yeah. as people betting. Right. Like, you have to educate yourself a little bit if you want to bet the spread and you want to do, you know, different things. I just want to pick the winner. Oh, okay. Just pick a winner. The catch with the survivors, you can only pick that team once all season. Yeah. <laughs> so and, and then it's the, 20 weeks. I mean, it's and, 20 legs. Right. But. With the Thanksgiving rule and the Christmas rule, it's uh it's a nice twist to it. I don't think mm-hmm. it gets to the end this year. Really? Yeah. Depending uh, on the number of people, like so, you think way, one there's gonna be one winner? Both years have had multiple winners. Yeah, well, first time it was crazy. First time it was like ten people won. No, sixty six. Okay, so there we go. Sorry, ton sixty six right? people in the first. That's why they had to put that Thanksgiving rule in, and then this year they added that other week. So there's twenty weeks. There's really only yeah. eighteen weeks of the regular season, but right. there's twenty weeks of this because they want one winner. Right. So wow, they want one person to walk away with. Whew, six, oh, that's an unbelievable story. Six million. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that that's what people are doing. They're pulling together and they're buying a bunch, bunch of teams. Cause you can get, I mean, you if you have a big office, you want to do a big office pool, you can get four or five teams easy in. Of course. I, I don't know. Which is easier to, to to win money in in your mind, survivor or million? Neither one is easy to win. Right. No, but, but win money. Just win money, period. So that's why I like I like million because of the fact that you've got those quarter pull returns. Right. So you win 150, 175, whatever it might be. That's still a really good return. It's hard oh, as sure. hell to win the million, but it's also hard as hell to pick. There are 32 teams in the NFL and you've got 20 legs. <laughs> so you've got to find you can only a way. pick them once. Only pick them yeah. once. Yeah. And you can't get upset. You can't have a crazy final. And sometimes you're betting three point spreads. Like you're stuck. You got to bet, you know, a small spread. And you're hoping to be on the right side. Right. It's like um, oh. Bear Molly just said he expected the slide to be faster. Video. He's disappointed. Bear's a tough one to please, man. Bear's he tough. He broke his wrist, hand, and six ribs. It's it's just saying. That's how fast he was going. <laughs> he, he was going fast enough to cause a lot of damage to his own body. Hurt himself uh, badly with that. Jim Montgomery, big fan of the show. Thanks, Jim, for listening. An overlay is when there's more money in the contest than there is entries. Oh, I want to know. Oh, sorry, you want to know what an overlay is. We yeah. kind of assume we, everybody knows right. this stuff yeah, because we it's talk a po- about it all it's, the time. It's, it's from the poker world. 
It's more, yeah. it's, it's from a poker tournament where basically you have more guaranteed money than people paying the entry to get in. So the book's on the hook. And so Circa was on the hook last year for Survivor for $2 million. Right. That, that didn't go well. They were mad about it. They didn't like that. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, they guarantee the money to generate enough interest that hopefully yeah. if the guaranteed money is, you know, a million dollars, they get enough in entry fees to cover the million dollars and there right. is no overlay. Right. But if it's a million dollar guarantee and they only get 500000 as far as number of entry fees, then there's a $500,000 overlay. Is the, I mean, that's the just using round numbers so right, you understand yeah. it, Jim. That's what it means. Yeah, right now there's a $4.1 million overlay on the survivor. They have 1,843 entries to survivor, 1,340 entries for million with a $4.6 million overlay. I'll be curious what Vegas Matty has to say about that. I'll be curious if he, if he agrees. Yeah. He thinks there's going to be an overlay um, coming up for, for this week now that we're getting into that. Because well, really, I mean, we're the last gonna, we're two weeks, keep saying that. So and it's going to keep coming. What's going to blow up? You'll get there. Right? But that's what happened last time. happened last time. I mean, yeah. in 2020, when they first did this, I was on the radio talking every day. There's going to be an overlay. There's no way they're going to hit this. People aren't going to come to Vegas because of COVID. They're not traveling here. By the time we were done, they cleared it by yeah. like 30 entries. Yeah. We they flew over it. It was, yeah. no, it was no, no sweat. So yeah, the more people, just so you guys know, the word overlay is catnip to certain people. And when they hear the word overlay, they go, Ooh, and they, they will fly. They'll come in. They'll want to be a part of it simply because they hear the word overlay. So that's one of the enticing things that there could be an overlay for both these contests, not so much survivor, but maybe million, which will drive interest. Cleveland Browns schedule of the day. For the third time. shit again. Because now we know. Eight How many games you get suspended? 11. Six, but 11. Oh, so people have been here this whole time. Thank you again for staying with us and listening to the show <laughs> or listening later. Hit the like button, but please at sports talk, Matt, tell him he's it's fine. Wrong. I'm coming into betprep.com slash chat myself oh, today. If I have to. So, so now you are, um, <laughs> let's think what happened with that. Oh, that's really kind of funny. My friend in Boston has been listening to the hearings in Massachusetts. He just said this hearing is an absolute joke. You should hear what they're saying. Can <laughs> we right. dial in? I don't know. Tell him to send us a link. He said he he said he bets if he asked. He goes, I bet if I go and ask somebody what it means to move a bet on air, would they know? No. <laughs> I'll bet they know. Nobody knows what that means. He said he goes, that that's how bad it is. He goes, it's like they don't know, they don't know anything. Like the, it's like it masses. No Why point. do you think I keep saying nobody knows shit? Because these guys don't know it. It's really nobody bad. knows. All right, real fast on the Browns. We know he's not playing until. Tampa until until Houston. He plays the last game will be Tampa on the suspension. Okay. So we'll do it again. We know Jacoby Brissett's the quarterback as of right now for the Browns at Carolina. Loss. Home for the Jets. Man, I'm rooting for the Jets, but I think the Browns will win that game. I agree. One on one. Home for Pittsburgh Thursday night football. Lose. Agreed. At Atlanta. Wait, they're gonna they're at home to Pittsburgh. I said home for Pittsburgh. On Thursday night football. Fucking home teams always win those fucking Thursday. But it's early in the year though. So the it's it's a short week, but it's early in the week. It's early in the year. So the, the wear and tear is not as bad. Damn it. And that's the, the Steelers are coming off the Patriots game, I think, right? Oh, they are. You're right. They are coming off the Patriots game. So Ooh. they'll win that game and then they'll win the Browns game. All right, Browns lose. Yeah. No, nah, nah, that's why I like Pittsburgh to win it. Patriots win. 
Pitt and then Pittsburgh wins on Thursday. Blah, 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 blah. Two and one at Atlanta. Wrong again. Really? Like, oh, like when that Ravens game tomorrow, that Ravens gear tomorrow is going to look like a whole, like a little wrong for me. It's fucking bullshit. Go ahead. <laughs> at Atlanta. You, you did good. You picked three minus 150, minus 150, and minus 180, which, by the way, did you see the Red Sox line this morning? It's huge. Oh, Oh, be scared today. If it was Pirates one, one, the Pirates yeah. are winning today. Um, they'll beat Atlanta too. Yeah, I think, I think they're two and two. Uh, home for the Chargers. Lose. Home for the Patriots. Lose. At Baltimore. Lose. Home for Cincinnati. Lose. Say it. Say it. Bye week. At Miami, That's a bad stretch right there for it gets, Cleveland. It, it gets worse at Miami. Is he back yet? Nope. At Miami, lose at Buffalo. At Buffalo, lose home for Tampa. Dear God, this might be the hardest schedule in fucking football. Lose. Agreed. So they have two wins when he comes back. All right. Oh God. Oh, two wins. Going to go to Houston, at Houston, and they're going to lose. No, they're winning that game. Houston's garbage. That's right. At Cincinnati, he's just going to come back and be fine. I say they're going to lose two, two, I have three, two. At Cincinnati, this is Deshaun's back. Yes, on the road. This will be a game they win three. Okay. I think they lose. Home opener for Deshaun Watson is, a, is, of course, and no one's talking about this, but we should. It's against the Baltimore Ravens, the former Browns team. <laughs> On a Sunday? On a, a Sunday. Game. Nope. It's TBD. So it's going to be prime. Oh, game. flex game. 100%. They're going to flex that game. Sunday <laughs> night football. They'll flex that Deshaun game. Watson. Lamar Jackson. 100% the flex that. Yep. Baltimore wins that game. Agreed. Home for New Orleans. Christmas Eve. Win for Cleveland. Four. Oh. I like New Orleans this year. I don't know. Uh, fine. I'll agree because it's December. We cold outside. New Year's Day at Washington. Oh, he's going down there winning that game. Five. Five, 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 four five, five. at Pittsburgh, January 8th, last game of the year. Hell no, ain't winning that game. I think they do. So then that would be five. Are you going to pick against the Pittsburgh teams every day, all season? Just I've always done, out of the way now. always done this consistently in my life. I've done this. So this is not out of the ordinary for me to fade the Steelers. So, but that's five. I have five wins. You have five wins. Numbers What's eight and a half. Oh man, is this as square as could be betting this under? Like this gotta be under. They ain't winning those games. That that schedule, like this can't be this easy. Why is the number not seven or seven and a half after this? Six game? and a half. Why is it six and a half? It's eleven games. Well, no, I mean seven is fine because that leaves you wiggle room. But like, why is nobody moving his number? Because I think he might come back. And if he wins Pittsburgh, Washington, New Orleans, and Houston, right? That that's four. Carolina, New York, Atlanta, Pittsburgh. I guess those first four games, they go three and one. 
before they that's get eight. to that brutal stretch. That's eight. Right? Then that's eight. And then they and can they win one of those. Coin games. flip. That's why the numbers. So yeah. okay. That's a, and then there's a coin flip. Then if they beat, you know, Cincinnati at home or you know, Tampa Bay, say Brady retires, right? I mean, maybe they beat Tampa at home. Cold, warm weather team going north without Tom Brady. Oh man, that might be a setup job. That might be right. That might be one for the books to just rake in the rake in the money. Wow. So just saying, it's it's, it's you can see why the number is eight and a half. I right. just I would lean under. <laughs> I think I think it's an under bet. Damn, on this one. Yeah, yeah, under. I under. think it's an under. Uh, all right, props.com story of the day. Our guy Spencer Limbach has hit three in a row. Spence. Got a little cold. He's back though on his nerfy bets. Thirty-three and twenty-three on the year right now. Caesars has a nerfy for the thirty-three and twenty-three. What's the difference between those ten? Right. Yep. It's almost as many games as Deshaun Watson got suspended. Eleven, almost. But this is an accurate number. That, that that's an accurate, accurate number. So, um, so it's Zach Galen against Lo- against Logan Webb. Nerfy minus one thirty on this one. Oh my goodness! Zach Galen is not allowed a run in the first inning. Eighteen of twenty two starts. Logan wow. Webb is not allowed a run in the first inning in fifteen of twenty two and nine of twelve at home. Okay. Last two starts for Galen, zero earned runs in 14 innings pitched. Oh, last damn. start, last start for Webb, zero earned runs in eight innings pitched. Yeah. And San Francisco is 26th for runs in the first inning. Arizona is 23rd for runs in the first inning. Giants. Better this now. He's going to balloon. Well, yeah. Nerf. Well, there's a lot of people that watch this and bet this and put this out. So yes, it's going to move. Of course, number one, and number two, that sounds like a legit bet. Um, any chance it's a day game that keeps you off of it? Three forty-five Eastern. It's it's a uh, mid. So it's a twelve forty-five first pitch. In 45, it's, it's in 45 minutes. People, yes. No, I'm trying to figure out. It's a day game in San Francisco. So no, it doesn't keep me. I actually like it better. Being a day game. Really? Yeah. I like it better. They played last night, little sleepy bats early to start. Better arms come in. I like it better than it's a day game. Okay. I mean, I like it just with the numbers. I saw it this morning and I like the under in the game. Yeah. So um, I was thinking, you know, that I saw it in the, in the rundown. That's good. Yeah. Under. Okay. Uh, no the bet. Prep prop bet of the day missed the last two days. A little cold on this. I gave this in a different version of this. If you guys haven't subscribed to the beat yet, if you go to at bet props or sorry, at props us on Twitter, right at the top, there is a subscribe button for our new newsletter called the beat. It'll give you right now it's weekly. It's about to go to daily, but we're going to have bets in that exclusive bets on that newsletter, as well as a full rundown of all of our stories and videos and announcements where BBB is going to be broadcasting from. It's a great way to stay in touch with us for the newsletter, the beat, go and subscribe to it on our Twitter account at props us top click subscribe and you're in. I gave a same game parlay out for this. I like you Darvish six or more strikeouts today and the run line today for the Padres. 
up against the Nationals. That's a plus 119 same game parlay that's on. Can you even put that shit in on a site? On my site here? Can you can you put that in in a book? Is that FanDuel? Of course. You're allowed to do that? Of course. Yes. I mean, there ain't many books that those things will cross up together. Same game parlays are the thing now. You can same game anything. Like, they love it. What you can do. FanDuel's got it. They love her now. <laughs> they, they for now, it. they love it. So you, Darvish, under, uh, sorry, over six and a half Ks. I like six or more. Even money. Six or more is better. Yeah, six and a half. I like six or more, but you can get the prop bet of the day is to go ahead, sit over six and a half. So seven, you need this. Darvish has had seven or more Ks in five of his last six games overall. Nine, five, seven, 11, nine, and nine. Five of the last six games Versus a team with a losing record, averaging eight Ks per game in that. Last five starts, when his team's been the favorite, he's gone over this number. Nine, seven, 11, nine, nine. At home this year, Darvis is averaging 6.6 innings per start. Faced the Nationals once last week. K'd him nine times. Over six and a half Ks. You, Darvish. How do you feel about it? It's even money? I mean, I would only bet over. Seven's a lot. Nationals suck. <laughs> and Enable Sanchez is on the other side. My man keeps getting a, I mean, he gets keeps getting a start every five days. If you just put the Padres run line in all your parlays. And just it was minus 160, so that's why I had to put the run line with Darvish right. to get it down into a you know reasonable number. Zach the Hat said England, they don't have a book over there that lets you bet the nerfies. In the Yurfies. Wow. Bet Fred won't let you do it? That's wild. He said there's not a book that got it. Wow. Yeah. That's Interesting. Crazy. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. The cricket thing? They don't like it because they don't get it? I just, I have no idea. Hmm. That's strange. It doesn't make any sense. So, yes, and Darvish, you like, you like it? I like it. I would, yeah, I would only bet over. Yeah. Uh, time for better to book it being brought to you by Caesar Sportsbook. You guys have got the JTP 15 promo code up to a $1,500 risk free bet. Did, did we not tell people that before the show started that it was Zenzatella Day today? No, we did not. It is Zenzatella Day. You're right. Yeah. Wayne writes up 10 nothing in the fifth. Holy mother. Damn it. He's not as bad as Minor and he's not as bad as Corbin yet, but he's getting there. Zenzel is getting there. He's getting close to the blind automatic fire bet. I'm still Corbin and Miner are still the automatic fires. They're, they're pitching bet against them run line. Zenzel is getting there. Is that game at home? For Annabelle Colorado? Sanchez is too for these he's close. nationals. Yeah, he's close. Not fully there, but close. Mm-hmm. Being really perfectly oh, bad. Is that game at Colorado? Man. No, it's at St. Louis. Wow. Carl's Total was seven and a half. <laughs> Whoops. 12 nothing now. Bottom of five. Wow. There you go. So tonight I put my 11 game streak on the line. I've hit 11 consecutive bets in preseason football. First bet. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, hold on. Keep talking. Okay. Keep talking. First bet on this is we're going to the under tonight, 40 and a half for this one. When Dave comes back, he's going to have to explain to me the line move on this. Oh, wow. The number has crashed. Holy Christmas. We're down to 38 and a half. 
this line move has been wild on the total. So it opened up at 42 and a half. It was bet all the way down to 38, then came back up to 40 and a half, or I bet 40 and a half. And now we're down to 38 and a half for the bears and the Seahawks coming up here tonight. I just don't, to me, Chicago's not going to score and I don't trust that offense. I don't, according to the coaches, they're going to play six to 10 snaps with their starters. It's a short week. They played at home on Saturday where they beat the chiefs, 1914. Now they're playing on the road up against Seattle, a team that's trying to justify their existence here and keep people interested in that market, which I know is going to be easy to do for them to go ahead and do that. I don't think the bears score. I don't think now with drew lock being out, I don't think that Seattle scores all that much. I am going for a under my goodness. That clashes with that red. Oh, that's a color scheme right there. <laughs> I got we, this one day about nice five years ago, maybe seven years ago. Wow. Store had it in a bin for a dollar. <laughs> I see why. And I was like, <laughs> it's a beacon. This hat is a dollar. It's, it's one of these soft Nike fit. Oh, things. nice. The Seattle Seahawks. Oh, that's a nice for a dollar. It's a great hat for a buck. Wow. Great hat for a dollar. I ain't worn it since. And then you there come you. with bear Seahawks under, I said, you know what? I'll break out the Seahawks. So we'll, we'll betting or wear it again. Did you hear we're me? Betting, the, we're betting this. Yeah. You hear me about the line move. I didn't check it yet. Hold on. Down to 38 and a half. I mean, it ain't like it's my first rodeo. We <laughs> talked about this last night. It's I mean, amazing what you to go at 42 and a half opener down to 38 and a half, back up to 40 and a half, back down to 38 and a half. I feel like nobody knows what's going on in this game. Like they're just like part of that is true. Okay. <laughs> like no one knows what to expect. True. So it's just this big, but it's Thursday night. It's short week. Bears offense suck. Their stars are playing 10 snaps. Drew Locke's not playing under 40 and a half. Uh, you insist on picking sides in this stuff too. I don't know how you do it, but I, this is, this is a good bet. Okay. I think it closes lower. Wow. Lower than 30 Closes back. Yeah. They're going to go down to 39. No, at 38 and a half now. It's already below 39. 38 and a half. Hold on. It's 39 and a half at every place that I'm looking at and 39 at two places. FanDuel's 38 and a half. I don't have him on my main screen. Wow. Okay. Right now, FanDuel's 38 and a half. Minus really? 110, both sides. Yep. <laughs> huh. They must be fishing for an overbet now. They've got 38 and a half? Mm-hmm. So they're a point lower than the country. That's interesting. That's very interesting. So, and then the other bet on the game, this number has not moved. Seahawks minus three and a half at home against the Bears. Again, I don't think the Bears score. And I actually think Pete Carroll is going to try to win this game. I think they actually want to win this game. Pete Carroll's record in the preseason has been pretty good ATS. And this might be one of the only games they win on the year at home. Okay. Betting or booking Seahawks minus three and a half tonight. I'll bet it too, but reluctantly. I don't okay. like this. I don't like this nearly as much as I like the total. Um, but I don't want nothing to do with the Bears tonight. Mm-hmm. But like the Bears won the first preseason game. They beat the Chiefs. Um, Saturday at home. This is a Thursday on the road. Short week. Long trip. Long trip. Ain't playing those starters. Mm-mm. This is their mail it in game. 
They're doing a dress rehearsal next week. Like this is not, I don't even know if they're letting guys play that they're competing for jobs for. This is like, listen, we got to go play this game. Don't get hurt. Let's go. Right. You I know? don't get like, why the number move from five and a half to three and a half based on Drew Locke. That didn't make any sense to me. Well, okay. because he was going to get most of the reps. Right. But Jacob Eason, I mean, it's, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's that well, big of a well, difference between Eason or Locke, to be honest. So I just don't think what? there's a difference. Drew Locke versus Jacob Eason. I don't think there's a big difference. <laughs> They're both bad. How many games does Sean Watson get suspended? Six. People, see what I'm talking about? He just won't even <laughs> let you just, he won't do it. Won't do it. We've been here almost two hours. He won't do it. <laughs> and finally, I'll let you make this play because I haven't bet it yet, but I'm looking what? at either your under Braves Mets first five, three and a half, or under Braves Mets full game, seven, which is the better play. Braves people tap because I haven't bet it yet. Braves people in my DM said, wait a minute, be careful betting. Freed has not pitched in a week and two of the key bullpen arms were burned last night. So the Braves may not have a chance. Ooh. They said you may want to ride with Freed and ride with DeGrom in the first five, five and not deal with the bullpen because the bullpen for the Braves might get hit. First five. You like first five? Let me see what the juice I mean, is. I like both. If you got to pick one, I go first five. Because I know I'm getting DeGrom first five. I'm good with that. I don't it's know if six, the Braves... Total, total is down to six and a half at FanDuel. Is it, <laughs> it still six? Six and a half to start, like we talked about last. <laughs> yeah, that's going to bet under seven. Um, I don't know. Now I feel like I want to bet over. But uh, let's see. So first half money line. First half under total runs is three and a half. Minus 140 to the under. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's FanDuel. That's, that's I mean that's better than I mean. I'm gonna shop that. You win on the three. You win on the three. Degrom gives up one, and you could give up two with free, and you still win. You got to lay one forty for that privilege. Don't lay more than one forty though. I'm not even. I mean, if you can find a three and a half less than one forty, obviously play that. But um, that's I like under. I like under. In the first five, better if you're asking me to decide between the two. Man, first five is at DraftKings, it's three. Flat, minus Flat, 110? Minus, one, minus 105. Oh, okay. You don't want to lay the juice, lay the three, and then push, you push. They're getting one off at the ground, max. Let's see what our friends at Circa are at before I make the make the official call on this. Um, calling me right now. These people don't know I'm doing the show. I'm usually done doing the show. I tell people yeah. you can call me after. So Circa's at even money on the under. Three even money. Cool. So DraftKings is three minus 105, and FanDuel is at three and a half minus one four, three and a half minus one forty. Jeez. <laughs> That's just dumb. Like, I don't, I, don't, I just, you know, people, you, you, you know, it's going to be on a shirt. Move the damn number. <laughs> Nobody wants to lay 140. Our first five. No. Just move it to three. We'll yeah, push. Right. I'll give you the under, money back. It's fine. Under three, first five is going to be a sweat white knuckler. My gosh, it's going to be tight. Damn it. That's not going to be, uh, that's tough. Okay. Favorite thing about today is what? All right, let's put this on. Let's see. Which, which hat should I wear? I got a whole stack from here. Because that clashes. I don't want to clash. 
All right, my favorite thing about today is this. Um, I had a you moment this morning. I slept in. Nice. Um, didn't set no alarms, went to sleep early last night and slept. Mm. Woke up, didn't know where I was. It was glorious for a second. I was like, what day is it? Is it Wednesday? Is it Thursday? Is it Friday? I had no idea. But I rolled over. Of course, got out of bed, took a piss, and then come back and lay down because it's quiet. Yeah. And I go and uh, look at my phone. And I get the text that says, all it says is, please welcome to the stage my baby boy, Jackson Luca Martinez. Seven pounds, five ounces. We're doing an emoji like this. So this was it. This was early this morning. Now, this is from a guy who I met doing shows on Sports Grid, Dane Martinez. Oh. Him and his wife having their first baby. Wow. Did not know what it was going to be. Chose both to not know, which oh. is really old school. Hell yeah. So uh, he's no longer, you know, on the grid, but he's, you know, making moves and trying to figure out what he's going to do. But, mm -hmm. you know, we, we talked every day for at least one hour mm. um, for a year and talked during commercial breaks and all this other stuff and then talked off the air. Right. A lot via text and all this stuff. And the joy in him when he told me that he was pregnant or, you know, him and his wife were pregnant is just, you remember that first time, like Hell you remember, change your life. Only time, but yes, yeah. I remember. Well, you remember, yeah. like, oh, I, yeah. I, I remember all of the things that were emotions and things that come about with that. And then you just learn like whatever. So I told him today um, that the best thing about today for me was going to be getting that information from him because I asked him on my birthday, he sent me a text and I said, is there a baby yet? Have we got a baby Platano? Uh, can sig like, you know, do we, because he's always, he's a Puerto Rican from the Bronx, a diehard Yankee fan and talks to you just like we've known each other for 20 years. <laughs> and so when he sent me the birthday text, I said, are we sharing the birthday with the baby? And he was like, no, not yet, but we got to be close because she's huge. <laughs> like she's, she's ready to go. You know, we're excited. We're ready to go. And I said, time will come. You yeah. know, you'll know. It's when, when you get that call, that water break, whatever it is, it's time to go and have a baby. I said, you're going to be great. Sends me back the text. If I'm half the father and family man you are, I'll consider it a success. Thanks yes. for leading by example. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like you're going to make me cry and the first thing in the morning, Dane, I'll find you. I never met him in person. Oh, I can't wait you. to meet I'll him in person you. and the hold birthday. his baby, Jackson, Luca Martinez. I did a birthday beating. I'm wearing the Boston stuff. <laughs> no, him, him a birthday beating. I give him a birthday beating. You know, I'm going to hold his baby and kiss him like it's my own. I can't wait. But that is my favorite thing about today. It's a damn good thing. I mean, that's, fatherhood changes you instantaneously. You just don't understand. And it, it, it's, it's, 
I don't know. I was always that person. Yeah, whatever. Shut up. <laughs> Stop talking. You're the same person before. You're the same person afterwards. Shut the hell up. Right. That was me. All my 30s. I was like, I don't need to have a kid. I don't need to have a kid to, to feel that. I had a kid and I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. That's a whole different experience. And it, it, it changes everything. Like literally everything. the world becomes a different place. You're like, oh, now I'm living on this planet much differently than I was yesterday. Now I'm on this today. It's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing about today, not nearly as emotional or cool as yours, but it's kind of a thank you to, I woke up this morning on just the picks last night. I talked about the fact that, Hey guys, if you had purchased the Omaha steaks package to send me some stuff, I wanted to see it. I was like, you know, let me know, like DM me. I got up this morning to five DMS with pictures. Chef Benny puts it on Twitter. And it's just cool because what I, what that means, what I'm doing, it's, yeah, we're selling something for, for a company, but that's a thank you for what we're doing. And it gives us clout and it helps the show. Just like we say about hitting the like button. And we talked about subscribing to the podcast and all the things It all helps. But I mean, ultimately every company's, you know, trying to make money. So to show for a sponsor, we got an email yesterday from the sponsor blown away by like, guys, this return has been incredible. Your audience has been amazing. That's really, when I asked you guys to do something and then you show me and you're doing it, you're giving me the DMs and the pictures and whatever, and you're getting free, you're getting food, you're buying something that's really good on top of that. So I feel good about putting your name behind it because I have it myself. I'm e- eating it myself. Matt and Dave will eat it next week. It's damn good food. That fired me up this morning got me got me psyched to get on the uh, to get on the show today i was like all right guys this is this is cool as we head towards football tomorrow is a football friday tomorrow is a roll call friday presented by footballcontest.com and a little purple is in our future it's gonna be a purple day tomorrow ridiculous it's gonna be some purple be wearing a bee hat but it ain't boston <laughs> Did the Ravens a, have, have a bee, bee hat? hat at some point? But did the Ravens have a bee hat? I've never seen a bee Ravens hat before. How about a, how about a ugly uh, ass bird? I gotta have it. How about a Lamar jersey? How about a Ray? How about a Ray Lewis jersey? Fifty-two. Little, how about that Ray. shit? We <laughs> talked about the biggest famous fifty-twos, and I dismissed the Ray Lewis thing, and then I make a bet that I might have to wear a damn Ray Lewis. I might practice the dance and all that other oh, shit tomorrow. Get out of my cat. Tune in tomorrow thing. to find out all about it on the Friday, roll call Friday edition of the Boston Universe of the Book. We'll talk to you tomorrow.